right, jazz so, hands. Okay, jazz hands. Come on, jazz hands, everyone. Woo! Jazz hands. We are live. We are live, people. Finally, I know we're a little late. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode, is it 158? Is it 158, Gabe? I think it's 158, episode 158 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Okay, live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios in Gainesville. And today we have some very special guests that are actually in the Big Daddy Gun Studios. They're not in the same room with me right now. Um, just for convenience so that, you know, we don't have echoes and stuff like that. They are right there. These beautiful young people, young man, young woman from the University of Florida, young Americans for freedom. I'm getting it right because they have a lower third that I could read. <laughs> <laughs> so Victor and Tiffany, welcome to the show, guys. How you guys doing today? Doing all right. How about you? Good. Yeah, doing pretty great. Awesome. It's great to see some young people here, some young people that believe in the Constitution, that believe in the Second Amendment. Um, I wanted you guys to come on and talk to my audience. So thank you very much for coming in. And I noticed you've got some tools of freedom sitting there on the desk with you right now. Absolutely. Look yeah, just that. a little bit of help from you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, you got that's an X95. And I'm not sure what the pistol is, but the rifle is an X95. That pistol, I believe it's an HK. We'll, you know, we'll see. We'll check it out. You know, I'll, I'll send. And by the way, I'll send. Oh, look at that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, a I've, got a a I've got a really nice pistol for you here, Tiffany. Something really cool that I will send your way. I'm going to show it to you oh, right okay. now. And then I'm going to send my production assistant to bring it down to you. Look at that. Oh, right there. Okay. This is the FN 5.7 pistol in flat dark earth. A beautiful gun, which I, I think is pretty awesome. Okay, Gabe, come on. We're going to do – I'm going to pass it on to you. This is the torch, my friend. For the Olympics? Okay, yes. Keep it in a safe direction. Faster, higher, stronger. Trans yes, transport that right now to Tiffany. Um, and so, guys, so what I do here in the top of the show, I usually shout out everyone in the chat. If you guys have a chat window open, you'll see there are tons of people. We've got about 150 people watching us right now live. And uh, I'm going to encourage everyone to click the thumbs ups, okay, and share this. This is really cool. Um, wow. Just really, really briefly, before I do the shout outs. So, Tiffany, how old are you? Uh, I'm 20 years old. I turned 21 in November. Going to be holding my breath for the next few months. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and if everything goes down the, the way that, um, that they've written this law here in Florida for about a month or so, you can't buy anything. Yeah, no, I can't buy any sort of firearms or anything. You used to have it where you could purchase a full-color shotgun whenever you were 18, and now they're like, oh, no, someone just shot up a bunch of kids, which is awful, but it's, ooh, hey. Hey, what do you know, guys? Freedom just what? arrived to your <laughs> – there you go. Yeah, so yes. so, so for, another, for another several months here, I'm not even sure. It's not just one month. I think for the next uh, – how many months is it? Four or five months or something? Yeah. You can't buy anything here. So we're going to talk about that. You, So you're 20. Okay. So Victor, how old are you? I am. Fortunately, I'm 21. Okay. So you're the old man of the group. Yeah. yeah a little, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So yeah, I can, uh, I don't have as much infringement upon my rights right now, but you know, I was out there fighting for people like her. Absolutely. Okay. And so we're going to talk more to these guys. Let me go in the chat real quick and shout out everyone in the chat as quickly as I can here. Uh, Kentucky Firearms Network. What's up? I see Rising Tide Outdoors, Nick of Earth, uh, William Hoffman, Michael Bender, Joe Carpenter, Vanessa Kitty. Let's see who else is in here. Mike the WAP00, Beverly Delk. What's P7 up? M8. 
HK. Okay, so that so that um that the other pistol that Tiffany has over there is the P7 HK. Yes. Um, so that's what you've got there. You can open it up, take a look at it. You can take it out of the holster if you want. But the other the other yeah. side, the other side. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Okay. Oh yeah, this definitely. I have small hands, guys, so this actually fits. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so we're gonna let you guys. We'll let you guys follow those as much as you want to. You know, obviously they're all safe for any uh, safety Nazis out there. Everything has been yes. checked, double checked. These guys know how to safety check, so they're all safe. And uh, let me see. I think I was at Beverly Delk, um, Screaming Skull Saloon, uh, Nico Sauer, SoCal Gunner. Um, let's see who else. Free American. So there you go. One. Yeah, Free American, Chad N, Justin E, Sid1026 is also in here, Gerald Loafers, uh, Cigarettes and Soda. <laughs> There's some interesting, <laughs> see, you, we were talking about names with these guys earlier. You guys think your names, yeah. that you have a bad. Shyster Magoo. Look at this one. Moo Butt. Moo Butt, yes. That's, <laughs> Moo Butt is one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, you guys can uh, feel free to shout out any cool names that you see in there. But Moobut is one of my favorites. Chris Bullis, also in. Uh, let's see who else. STL Storm Spotter. Uh, <laughs> I like this one. In, uh, which one? Screaming Skull Saloon. Yes, absolutely. He's been here on the show for a long time. That there you go. Screaming nice. Skull Saloon. Uh, Ridge Runner. I see. Uh, let's see who else is in here. Um, going down, going down. Lola Strangers oh, okay. in there. What's up? We got Scully, Scully, one 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 zero. It says, "Yeah, frogs." There you go. Yeah, he knows oh. us. So oh, is that one of your peeps? Well, I don't know, but I he knows no about yeah. I got no idea, but they know who like, Yaff is, and that's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah frogs. There you go. <laughs> yes, and that is the acronym for Young Americans for Freedom. Yeah. Yep. Also, Young Americans Foundation, which is the the parent sort of group, and then Young Americans for Freedom is like their 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 big project. Oh, okay, very cool. All right, so let's keep going down here. Um, let's see who else I'm missing. I don't want to miss out on any of these people. JAC says, what's up, people? Vlarishad, also in here. Let's see. Uh, Rick Day, LX Killer, Steve Dave, Jeremy Helmick, um, DCG44S. And let's see who else. Who else? There's, there's lots of people. I'm Darth Mayhem. Darth Mayhem, that's a good one. Tango Hunter, <laughs> I see Tango Hunter as well. Um, okay, I just got to move, but he said hola. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Glenn E. Bowling, Outsider 503, Joe Guzman, Tony London, Alaskan Ballistics, BRA 94, uh, BHAS, Josh says, what's up, Hank? E-Rock, also in there, Christopher Strout. So this is like- Hey, Hank. Know, what's up? Uh, outsider 503 is a good question. Is that a bra behind you? Is it a bra? <laughs> where? That's what oh. he's asking. Uh, where Where exactly does he think the bra is? I think it's uh, to your right. Oh, right over here? No, no, no. To your left. Sorry. To, my to left, your left. To my left. The bra. Yeah, that oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, these two hats that look like big boobies? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, you know what this is? This is something that we're going to give away tonight, guys. Ooh. We're going to give away these two hats to two people out there. Maybe they're out there in the chat, maybe. But what it is, basically, these are Big Daddy Guns hats. One, is, they're both digital camo. One is That's like, awesome. one I think is like an urban, uh, dark gray digital camo. That's and this cool. One, 
Yeah, this is like a desert uh, digital camo. We're gonna give these two hats away along with I think, a bunch of patches for Big Daddy Guns to two lucky people that we're gonna choose. And uh, we're gonna actually do that tonight sometime during the show. So Ooh. in order to win this and you still, you probably still have time. You have to go to my post. If you got, do you got are you guys on Instagram or is that yeah. for the old people? No, no, oh, we on Instagram. I use Instagram more than I use Facebook. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, if you go on Instagram and you follow Hank Strange and then also follow Big Daddy Guns, you'll see that there's a post with me with these hats in a video. And you have to go to that post, comment on the post, like the post. And then also you have to make sure that you're following Big Daddy Guns. And then you have to be in my uh, email list because several weeks ago, YouTube shut down my channel. And what I realized- I saw that. Yeah, you did. Okay. So what happens? So once that happens, I have no access to my audience. You know, I've got about 60 something thousand people subscribed to me on the main channel. And yeah. when that, when that kind of stuff happens, I can't talk to those people anymore because YouTube owns everything. So we have something called HankStrange.tv and that's how we're going to communicate with people. So in order to win this, you also have to be, put your email in HankStrange.tv. So you go to www.HankStrange.tv Put your email in there. Go to the to the Instagram accounts. Look at the video. Like it. Comment on it. Follow Big Daddy Guns. Somebody's going to get these hats tonight. Very nice. Very nice. So that's what they're not. They. I mean, they could be. They could be boobies. <laughs> you know. You know. I mean, if that works for people, we could do that. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes around here. That's what we'll do. Okay. So let me see. I don't think I finished shouting out everyone. Tattoo Jason is in here. Bricks Lupe Castillo. Um, let's see who else. LV Louis Cipher, Midnight Range TM, Tony London, uh, Philip Mickenall, I want to say. Philip Mickenall. Um, let's see who else. CB and uh, Jean Javela says, hello, folks. I probably totally messed that one up. Jean Valjean. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's okay. I'll go with that. <laughs> I'll go with that. Yeah, that's cool. So let's see. Rusty Shackelford. Shout out to him. Rusty Shackelford. Richard Hughes. Um, Baristopheles <laughs> says, finally, YAF gets on board with the gun channels. That's pretty cool. So I don't know. Do you guys know Baristopheles? No, I'm not familiar okay, with him. No? Yeah, I've never heard of him, but he's in there. He's glad that you guys are here. All awesome. right. Well, thank you. Yeah, so that's a good thing. I see Imposter as well as Joe Carpenter, KB Sherm, uh, Tank M4, 4C4. Uh, there's just a lot of people in here. Okay, if I missed anyone, I see Jeremy Moore says Babyface has been MIA since Monday. Hmm. Um, yeah, Babyface is actually, I think tomorrow is his last day on his regular job, and then Babyface comes to work for the Big Daddy Guns. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. He, I, I'm wondering if he, he might he might be like my boss or my supervisor, but it doesn't doesn't matter to me. But he is coming on board. You guys actually met Babyface at the rally. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember that, but you met him. If he was here, you would know. So, OK, I think that's it. If there's anyone else out there that needs a shout out, let me know. Please, guys, click the thumbs ups right now. We have almost 200 people in the chat watching. So our thumbs ups number should be over 200 right i'm assuming millions and millions yeah it should be billions of people i'm gonna go check right now let's see let me thumbs uh, up right now yes <laughs> uh make sure you thumbs up i'm gonna thumbs up myself there we go we have 151 thumbs up so i'm pretty sure we can get to 200 we can make that happen so now let me get back here to um to to these guys from uh yaf 
And uh, let's start with uh, telling us, um, I guess I'll start with Victor. You know, tell us, um, what are you majoring in? Obviously, you both go to UF, right? Yes. So what are you majoring in, Victor? What's your major? I'm majoring uh, in business administration and marketing. But, you know, I dabble a little bit in uh, political science. Okay, cool. And how did you get involved in Young Americans for Freedom? Well, it's a funny story, actually. Uh, I actually came to the University of Florida. Um, and before, well, before I came to the University of Florida, I actually voted for Bernie in the primaries. Oh, you voted uh, for Bernie Sanders. I did, because I wasn't <laughs> sure who, I know, right? No, it's uh, okay. Guess what? No. In the pri- no, let me tell you, in the primaries, I voted for Bernie because I'm actually registered as a Democrat. I never switched. I didn't switch over because there's this stupid thing in Florida that you, you know, in a primary, you can only, you can only vote like, let's say you register as an independent. If there's not an independent running, you can't vote at all. Yeah. And Lola, Lola is an independent, so she never gets to vote in the primaries. So I could have switched over to Republican, but I'm really an independent-leaning person. I'm a libertarian. That's, gotcha. You know, I really don't even like those kinds of things, uh, but that's – if you want to, you know, uh, put me in a bucket, right. that's where you yeah. would put it. So. I'm not a huge fan of Democrats at all. I'm not a huge fan of Republicans either. So, you know, I went and voted for Bernie because I didn't want to see Hillary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the thing. I didn't know who I wanted who I wanted to win, but I knew that one of them wasn't Hillary. So worst right. case scenario, it would be Bernie Trump, which is, uh, you know, Bernie's not necessarily an outsider, but I think Trump would beat him either way. So, yeah, well, he pretty he pretty much trashed Hillary also. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. And in the general, how did you vote in the general? I voted for Trump. Absolutely voted for Trump. Okay, cool. So you're saying that it was a funny story how you wound up uh, going over to... to yeah, uh, because, because um, uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Sarah, was sort of struggling to find clubs at UF. And I was like, you know, uh, it was sort of like that BS that you give to your friends, but you don't really follow yourself. It was like, you know, you got you to gotta find your niche and this and this and that. And then I was out just whatever, hanging out with friends, going to parties and stuff like that. And I wasn't involved on campus at all. And then uh, Sarah invited me to one of their meetings. And then she's like, hey, you know, Ben Shapiro's coming. So I'm like, oh, Ben Shapiro. I don't know much about him. And then I went, looked him up and I was like, wow, this guy's legit. So they said, hey, if you help us out, um, you'll be able to get a ticket. Um, so, yeah, I did that. And I loved the organization ever since. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So, Tiffany, hey, what is your major at UF? And uh, tell us also how you wound up in Young Americans for Freedom. Um, well, I am a, a sophomore in uh, biomedical engineering. Not not super close to poli sci at all, but, mm-hmm. you know, you go where you go. Um, and how I ended up at YAF was through the same Ben Shapiro event that he uh, that he had attended. I except I didn't actually join YAF until after the event. I attended the Ben Shapiro event because I knew I absolutely loved him. He's phenomenal. He is. He's an awesome dude. He's a rock star. <laughs> and his wife is a doctor. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's always good because somebody's got to pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I attended that event and I actually met uh, Daniel Wilton, the uh, the president of our UF chapter at, at the Rights Union just immediately after that event it's like hey you should come out to our next meeting so i ended up going to the next meeting and just got plugged in ever since yeah and then uh we went to our first conference together we actually didn't know each other up until that conference 
and then we sort of met on the road trip and we've been in love with the app ever since okay awesome and and i don't know like you can stop me if i'm giving away any secrets here but i think you guys kind of like dating a little bit is that something like that a something little bit like that. is that legitimate okay cool no that's <laughs> nice so so if it wasn't for if it wasn't for this group you guys might not have met i mean although you both go to uf yeah. obviously it's a big school right yeah i would say chances are probably not <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool. i live awesome. in the library Oh, well, that's good. That's good. You know, and also I think it's a good thing to know that at UF there is some kind of room for these kind of things. I know my kids are going to school and one of the things they worry about is that everyone in college will be, a, uh, you know, like a, a SWJ, you know, SJW, yeah, social justice warrior. Right, right. Exactly. So, you know, uh, and I'm sure there's lots of them at UF. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're 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 always a fun time. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. If, if they don't so, come out to you, you're not you're doing something wrong. Oh, OK. So and what what's the ratio do you guys think of conservative leaning people that are going to UF? Do you think is it a very small group or is it a bigger group than people Actually, expect? I think uh, and I think you agree with me here. I think that right now it's an untapped market of conservatives at the University of Florida because it is, you know, it is in the south. Um, and like, I think the biggest, the biggest proof of the statement was our Ben Shapiro event where our venue held 750 people and we completely sold out as well as there was about 500 people outside of the venue trying to get in. Um, so that just goes to show that there's much more conservative people than you would imagine at the university of Florida. Right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So one thing, one thing, Victor. Um, when you're when you're tapping on the uh, table oh, there, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're making a lot of noise. I'm just telling you, because because right. this is that we're going to strip out the audio and this is actually going to go on the iTunes. Have you okay. young people ever heard of the iTunes? Oh yes. yeah, we've heard of the iTunes once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to go on iTunes. So we're just trying to get the audio as good as possible. I know you want to mess around with stuff. Feel free to like play around with those guns. If you need me to, I will send more guns over there. All right, Victor, oh. just to keep your hands busy. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, um, I, and where where did we leave off there? Okay, so you were talking, I think, about how many conservatives there are over there. Um, now, yes. with with guns, how did both of you get involved with guns? I'll start with Tiffany this time. Uh, how long have you? Oh, someone's phone's going. Yeah, yeah that would be his. That's yeah. our president, but hey, he can he can wait. He can wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's probably trying to, yeah, you were trying to reach out to him. So he's probably getting back to you. So, yeah. and, uh, and we'll, t we'll talk about him a little bit because he's a, he's a football player at UF, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Got Dan Mullen coming up and everything. So that's exciting. Yeah. He's a, he's a little famous. So Tiffany, um, when did you get involved with guns? Have you always been involved or is it something recent? It's, I mean, I know I've always been a very big Second Amendment supporter. I, I, I guess is, I'm guessing what you would call a classic conservative, um, except my, my parents were both very conservative. They, they, they have very interesting stories of their own. Um, but I've always been a conservative. I've always been a big Second Amendment supporter. I wouldn't say that I've always been an avid, you know, like shooter or something like that until fairly recently. I know... Whenever I hit 18, like, oh, my gosh, you're, you're an adult now. You get to vote. You get to do all this stuff. Um, and whenever I hit 18, I knew that whenever I turned 21, I wanted to get a uh, concealed carry. 
So I started practicing a little bit around then, like here and there, since, you know, University of Florida takes up a lot of time. Um, But yeah, and then after, especially after the shooting started growing, I guess you would say, I started weighing down, weighing in on the issues a little bit more, looking into the arguments a little bit more. And especially after the Parkland shooting, because I am a student government senator at UF and Mm -hmm. The political party that I'm with is Inspire Party. It's the, I would say, the most liberal party. Actually, hey, hey, there's, there was Challenge Party, but they got voted down. Oh, yeah, they I got, got voted down. Oh, okay. Um, and these are parties within UF or? Yeah, these are like political parties that we have at UF for student government whenever elections come up. Oh, okay, and cool. Because, I would have to say because of them, I have been doing a lot of research, looking at Supreme Court cases, uh, asking my friends that are history and poli sci majors, like, hey, can you give me some resources throughout history that, you know, I can really delve into, like, you know, dive into when it comes to this topic. So I would say fairly recently, I've become a little bit more educated on the matter, but I've always been a Second Amendment supporter. Okay, yeah. cool. And I, uh, hold on one second. I am going to get to you, Victor. Hold on one second. I want to remind everyone that's watching right now to click the thumbs ups, okay? We really need those. Make sure you click the thumbs ups. If you guys can see, look, look, the kids are giving a give us the thumbs ups, guys. All right. There you go. That's how, that's what you guys need to do. Give us two thumbs ups for whatever works for you. Um, I am going to take questions from uh, people in the chat. Tony London says, go Gators. And um, go Gators. Go Gators. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to take questions from you guys here in a second. So. Victor, how did you get into guns, man? When did you start shooting? Actually, it was because of this one. Um, hey guys, <laughs> I you know I you know I came from I, I I was born and raised in Brazil, and uh, guns were always a scary concept because civilians don't have them. But there's a big problem in Brazil uh, where I didn't really start to think about up until now, where uh, you have about 20 million guns in the country, uh, and there's nine of them that are unregistered that are just out there, who do you think has those guns? Of course, it's the criminals because people aren't going to, to try to bend the law to try to acquire a gun unless you really you know, want to protect yourself. Uh, so it was sort of ingrained in the culture there that guns were this bad thing, you know, the, the, the whole story. Guns kill people, you know, guns kill people, guns are dangerous. I remember um, when I was about five years old, I was at a bank with my mom and there was a police officer there and he had a gun in his holster and I like shivered and I was uncomfortable because of everything that I was seeing in the media was saying that it was these awful things, you know? Yeah. It's and programming then, to make you think yeah. that guns are only for the special people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or the uh, bad and then guys. I went to, yeah. And then I went to this girl's house uh, and then her dad's got a bunch of guns there and I'm like, wow, this is exciting. You know, the first time that I'm actually get to shoot something. Uh, so, so, you know, I, we get set up, you have what, um, your dad has a, a, a rifle, a shotgun, and a handgun. Oh, he has a lot more than that. Well, no one's yeah. aware yeah, of Victor, how he is. Victor, by the way, you went over to her house. It's not a coincidence that the dad showed you the guns, my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you're well, well aware of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably just to show how good of a shot he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wanted you to know a couple of things. <laughs> a couple of ground rules. Yeah. Absolutely. So you so you went over to Tiffany's and her dad, you know, showed you guns and you got a chance to shoot. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of felt 
sort of the first time what it's what it's like to shoot a gun. You know, the the amount of responsibility that you have in your hands. And it sort of dawned on me that's that's what really what the American spirit is about. It's about that sort of freedom, the freedom that you can, you know, you you know, you can kill people with with this thing in your hand, but you have so much responsibility that you sort of can, number one, obviously contain yourself. But obviously, you know, it's just to hold that power in your hands is something very, I think it's very enlightening. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good point that you're making that the difference I was born in Guyana, which is also in South America, by the way. Um, You know, and um, it, it there's a there's a huge difference between countries outside of America and America itself. In a lot of places, they say to you that you have to be this special person, have this special responsibility, and the government chooses who these special people are, and they're the only ones who can do this thing or that thing. Uh, in, in particular, one of them is, is usually firearms. Here in America, there, there shouldn't, you know, we're all different. Right. And we're all great in our own special ways. But in America, we should all be equal. And the government should definitely never be like greater than us or more equal than us. You know, if you've uh, I I think that comes from Animal Farm. I don't know if you guys (laughs) read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've read. Yeah. So the thing is, that is the difference here with America, you know, and there's definite reasons for that. One of the reasons for that is that the government can get out of hand and the government should be in fear of the people. It should it should worry. You know, uh, the, the people should have the ability to check up on them or correct them when they get out of hand. Yeah. Right. And one of the things that we're dealing with now is that the government is trying to tell us, like uh, I think Tiffany said earlier, you know, you're 18, you could vote, you could do this thing, you could do that thing. The funny thing about Florida right now, um, it's effective. Like right now, effectively, if you are younger than uh, 21 years old, but you're older than, you know, you're 18, the government's saying, no, you could vote. We're fine with that. You can do certain things, but you cannot defend yourself. Yeah, I think it's very interesting that you bring that up because, you know, whenever you're 18, like, yes, you're legally an adult. And the argument right now about purchasing a firearm is that people from 18 to 20 year old don't have don't have don't have like enough life experience. We're not responsible. We're not mature enough to be able to own a firearm. And I'm not saying that we don't have a lot to learn. Obviously, you know, we're relatively young compared to the rest of the population. But. It's also the same that potentially you are not mature enough or have the responsibility to join the military or go live on your own for the first time or vote, you know, for president and all the all these sort of things. And I'm just looking and I'm looking at that man in Parkland like he he was 19 years old and he shot up a bunch of people. And you have everyone from 18 to 20 being compared to that young man over there. He's evil, man. I think he's up for the death penalty now. Yes. Yeah, he's up for the death penalty now. And to compare every single 18 to 20 year old to that 19 year old crazy lunatic is a complete insult. I totally agree with you. That's a very good point. You know, why are you suffering for a crime that he committed? You know, he did something that was wrong. And, And by the way, lots of things went wrong here in this situation and the way that our government deals with it. And unfortunately, I don't know what you guys think about it. The people who allowed these laws to go through were the people who we would believe are conservatives. You know, Republicans allowed this to happen in Florida. We believe they say they're conservative. They say they believe in the Constitution. They say that they're for the Second Amendment. But those are the people that allowed this to go through. There's, you know, you always have Democrats Democrats in Florida trying to push gun Democrats, control through. 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Freudian slip. But you always have them trying to push stuff through, right? However, oh, yeah. this happened because of Republicans. Republicans can fully own the gun control that has now gone into effect in Florida. I believe the age thing is already in effect in October. We're yep. going to have the rest of it go in. You yes. Know? I was I was looking well, whenever this it was SB uh, 7026, I believe. I believe that's the title yeah. of the bill. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at all of my representatives in Gainesville. Like I'm fr- I'm from the panhandle of Florida. And I can t- I, I looked at the list and I want to say about 100 percent of the representatives from the panhandle voted against it. So all of those people there, you know, classic conservatives. But it was funny. All of the Republicans in this area voted for this bill, except Keith Perry, um, Clemens and uh, Rick Scott. You had the House Speaker Corcoran also voted for it. What was funny was that Clavis Watson, the Democrat, voted against this bill. But I wouldn't yeah. get too excited for him, but it would because he pretty much said that, oh, this doesn't go far enough. That's yeah. the only reason that he didn't vote for it. Right. Plus, Our, he knew he was going to go through anyway. Go ahead, Victor. Yeah, uh, we actually uh, we interned for Congressman Ted Yoho. Yeah. Okay, cool. uh, and he was one of the people that sided against it. And then on a newspaper, they, they said that he sided with the extremists because he was one of the few conserv- <laughs> conservatives that didn't bend. In oh, yeah. He's it a was, plus in NRA. It was actually it was hilarious. Everyone at the office was talking about it. It's very funny. Yeah, we know we know Ted Yoho around here. Um, I, I think he's a good guy. Unfortunately, we also know Keith Perry. Yeah. Around here. And he voted for this. And actually, yeah. Keith Perry is responsible for this being able to come out of committee. He could have killed this in the committee. He not only voted for it, he allowed this bill to live. And uh, we're going to hold him accountable for that. Absolutely. What would you what would you guys say? You know, I'll start with you, Victor. What would you say to these guys who are supposed to be Republicans, conservatives, uh, et cetera? What would you say to them? What, if you if they were here and you could talk to them and they would listen to you, what would you say? I would say uh, on one hand, I understand why they did it, because they need to be pragmatic in government to in order to accomplish some things that they want to accomplish. But this is one thing that you did not want to bet on because this is this is your voter base. This is what this is part of what Republicans stand for, you know, for First Amendment, Second Amendment. And you guys really stepped on the ball. And I, I will definitely be not voting for you again. Awesome. Uh, now, what about you, Tiffany? What would you say to these guys? All right. Well, one, I sent them all a message before <laughs> this bill. I I trust me, I harassed everyone, every single one of my representatives on this one. And if I were to speak to them now, I would say, you know, a similar things like, okay, yes, something has to happen because I mean, of course, kids are being killed in schools. That's not a, that's not something that's okay, but there is a way to look at this problem correctly. And the one that you put forth was not, and I let you know ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's extremely disappointing that, that, that they voted in favor of this bill. And I will, I think the big thing is to look at the primaries because these guys are going to be up for reelection. Obviously, if I were to choose, if, if that person were to go up in like in the general election between a Democrat and a Republican, I'd have to look at all of views, obviously, but I would definitely be weighing hard on the primaries, especially absolutely, yeah. just to get, just to get a real conservative in there. Yeah. Yeah. It, listen, it would be a good thing if we could replace these guys with true conservatives, true people that that um, that will help 
uphold the Constitution and specifically defend the Second Amendment, it would be great if we could do that. One of the problems that we're facing here is the way that politics work. And I think that uh, part of that is the Republican Party. There's lots of people that dropped the ball here, you know, and the Republican Party did not hold these guys' feet to the fire before they did this. They didn't try to guide them. They didn't try, you know, or maybe they didn't care about us. And so one of the things that I'm already seeing is that the Republican Party is planning on, on supporting these guys and not supporting anyone running against them in the Republican Party. So it would be great to get alternatives, maybe someone from an independent party running. Um, I would rather, I, I always tell people to go vote. You should absolutely go vote. Okay, don't don't waste your vote. I know what it is for being someone that came to America and had to fight to get my citizenship. You know, I appreciate the ability to vote, but I'm telling you that there's nothing that these guys who voted yes for this thing can do to get me to vote for them. I will rather go there and write in someone. Yeah. You know, if they if. Yeah. Well, you know what? Whoever you want to put in there, I I ultimately will not support them, even if that means in the end liberals or Democrats get in, get into those positions. You know why? Because what they did basically showed us that they're 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 liberals. They're Democrats. Pretty much. So why pretend if that's who's in there, that's who's in there. I wish I could put stronger people in there. But apparently I don't know if I don't know if you guys see this, but I think that. Um, And I don't know how closely you looked at politics a couple of years ago. I know you're young folks. But when you had Obama in the White House and when you had liberals in the White House. Oh, no, don't go there. Don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think about this. People fought more. People yeah. were, were more awake, more they focused, they looked at what was going on. What what we have right now is apathy here in Florida. Can you like I would have never in my wildest dreams, if someone would have said to me a month ago, Florida is going to put in gun control, I would have said you guys are out of your minds. Yeah. Well, I would say the same thing about Alabama, about a Democrat winning the Senate seat. Like, yeah. granted, that entire race was absolutely awful. But I live, I kid you not maybe less than an hour less of lower like south of alabama mm-hmm. and if you were to tell me that a democrat were to take a senate seat like in, in 2016 i would have said no way you know that yeah. that that's trump country over there so it's very important especially in these 2018 midterm elections and again i would heavily emphasize the primaries especially considering in florida what just happened to really just keep on fighting. It's going to be a long fight. You can't stop there. Like Trump, it doesn't end with Trump. Yeah. And then uh, one thing I wanted to add is that, you know, I, I kind of disagree with you on uh, what you, you said that, um, that it shows that they're liberals. I don't think so, but it just shows to me that they're weak, that they just go, okay, the uh, the Democrats want a a gun bill appeasement. Okay. Done. You know what I mean? Which shows that they shouldn't be in those places anyways, because they don't represent us. Okay, I think that's a good point you're making. Absolutely. I think you're making a good point there. So then that brings me to this question. Like, how how do we know? You know, how do we know who's really on our side? What's the test for this? And what can we do to get people who are true conservatives, who truly, you know, believe in the Constitution and and then get our support and that they deserve our support? What should we do about that? Well, for one, if you really don't like the incumbent, encourage someone else to run. You know, I have a friend of mine over in Oklahoma that said that he almost, you know, decided to run for city commission or something like that. And if you like, even if you like, if you don't like the people, there's no, there's nothing stopping you from running yourself. You know, so if you, if you feel like you you believe in the constitution and that you would be a good candidate, 
then go run yourself. There's all right. When are you going to run? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, Victor. Thanks. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yeah. Yeah. Tiffany. No, when are you going to run? Oh yeah. Hi. Let me, let me just graduate first. please. <laughs> okay. Okay. I understand that. I understand. <laughs> and don't vote for Omal Jathwani. He's a U.S. student right now and he's running for the 21st district seat. And oh my God, he's the biggest. Job. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, do you guys, do you guys ever have any, I know you, you, uh, you're doing different majors outside of, uh, you know, politics and stuff like that. Would you yes. guys consider running? Would you consider Tiffany? And what about you, Victor? Uh, I actually, I was, uh, I don't know. I was kind of thinking that maybe later in life I would run for, uh, like run for some sort of government back in Brazil. Uh, because, you know, I sort of living there in the early years and looking at it from an outside perspective, I kind of, I, I see a lot of the issues that are going on in the country, you know, especially with, with corruption and just how the politicians handle themselves. And I, you know, taking from an American perspective, you know, from, I guess, an outsider looking in, uh, as still somebody who really cares about the country, I think I could do a lot there. But, you know, maybe I'll start here. Absolutely. I think that's a good answer. When I was a kid, I always thought about things like that. Like, I always wondered, I left Guyana when I was five. And I always thought, you know, why did I leave the place that I came from? Because I thought it was really tough to find someplace in the world. We traveled around a little bit, you know, that I felt at home. And, you know, I was like, well, maybe I'll go back and I'll try to do something about it. And then I came yeah. to America. And what I realized is that if we lose America, the rest oh, yeah. of the world yeah, falls. That is absolutely yeah. true. So it's more important to me. I would rather if I spend the rest of my life fighting for freedom in America and I could never do that for the for people in Guyana or any of the other places that I lived around the world. You know, it would be unfortunate, but I'll be happy to to spend my life fighting for freedom in America, yeah. because without this, the rest of the world is pretty much doomed. Absolutely. Oh, and uh, you, you bring up a good point, too. Um, th that reminds me when I went back to Brazil this summer, this was my second time back. Uh, I realized something um, before I before I left uh, Brazil, pretty much worshipped America, as you know, a lot of other countries in South America do. Mm -hmm. um, but this time it was different. The media was on the side of the, the crazy liberals, you know, um, one, one thing that really shocked me was they were talking about, uh, Jeff Sessions or whatever. And they're like, Oh yeah, Jeff Sessions. He looks like his Dumbo ears or just something really stupid like that. The, <laughs> the biggest, the biggest, uh, like broadcasting network in Brazil. Uh, and then you look back at it and then, you know, you saw that, you know, Obama visited Brazil and you met with, with Globo and, you know, I'm sure it, I don't know if Hillary was there, but, you know, it's like you could see those influences sort of seeping through. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but I think you're right. We need to to stay here because they still very much look up to this country. They just don't quite understand the Trump era yet. But I think if we sort of keep going and show that we're still fighting for freedoms, maybe they'll catch on. Honestly, Absolutely. with Brazil, it sounds like George Soros is invading Brazil. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's happening all over the world. And and yeah, definitely it's happening in South America. There's a, you know, it's just easier. The, the experiment that has grown into America, I don't think has happened anywhere else in the world. 
and and probably will never happen anywhere else in the world. And that's the thing about it. And it's it's made up of not just the people who were here originally and the people who came here and founded what is America. You know, it's also made up of those of us who are born here and who come to America now. And especially especially when we leave other countries around the world that are really messed up. And that's why we're leaving like Brazil. You know, you're talking about a paradise. Brazil, it technically is a paradise. Why would people leave there and come to America to find a life? Because it's not perfect. The location might be, but it itself is not perfect. So people come here. And then what happens is a lot of people come here and then try to make America into the places that they left and they came to. And, you know, that's the thing I think that we always have to look out for and make sure that doesn't happen because this experiment is not taking place anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Just another point that I wanted to bring there, uh, you know, as a as a, I guess a Latino conservative, uh, which is hard to find these days, you know, except maybe for for Cubans and Venezuelans. But uh, a lot of other people that I meet from from South America, they they still find themselves on on the left side of politics. But when you they don't none of them know why. If you if you question, you know, somebody from South America and you sort of you go in it from a, an open-endedness, like, oh, you know, do you, do you like your rights to sort of speak freely, something that, first of all, no other country has in the world, uh, but, you know, do, do you like the right to have guns or, you know, just other things that is sort of, that's, that's something that came out of America. Mm-hmm. They, they, tend to, they tend to side with conservatism, but they just don't know it. Yeah. And it just really, it aggravates me when, uh, you know, people come here and they essentially, like you said, try to make it their countries back at home and they try to institute the same policies that destroyed their homelands, you know. Absolutely. I think I, I 100% agree with you on that. Uh, very well said. Also, there's lots of people here, if you really talk to them and what they believe, uh, I, I find that amongst uh, black people here in America, right? What they really believe, if you talk to them behind closed doors with no one yeah. else looking, they, they are really conservatives. These are people who believe in God. They go to church. You know, they, they would like to, to be able to, to to defend themselves because they think that they have enemies out there, which we all have enemies out there right. and, and that people are not exactly on their side. So they're like, Hey, I want to be able to defend myself. But when they go to vote, they vote completely contrary to what yeah. they say every day in the lives that they try to live. So that's, it's a little bit crazy. Um, okay. So Tiffany, we didn't let you answer. Oh, oh that question. What was it? Which um, question? Um, I don't even know. I, oh, you know what? I think we were talking about we were talking about would you run for office? I know we you know, we alluded to that a little bit before. Oh, so uh, maybe it, I've had a lot of people ask me that question. Uh, when it, fun fact, whenever I was in high school, I won a like a, a small scholarship uh, with a Republican women group. Mm-hmm. And uh, that I guess it was it would be my first real step into politics. I've always been very outspoken about my views. And in the primaries, I I love Ted Cruz. I, I I really really liked him in the primaries. I and I also grew up in Fort Worth, Texas, so that's maybe a little bit there. Okay. Um, but I had a bunch of people ask me then, you know, if I'd ever run for office. I have a bunch of people ask me now if I'd ever run for office. So, it's a question that's been coming up. I, I have to consider it. I'm gonna focus one step at a time right now. First, just get my degree, hopefully debt free with biomedical engineering, and just go from there. 
I would I would definitely vote for you because I know you don't bend on issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's good. Um, so listen, uh, here's what I will tell you guys. Absolutely. You know, you're very young right now. Believe it or not, you might not believe that, but you are. And the whole world is in front of you. And this this time is really going to be a small window in your life when you're going to college, you know. And oh, so yeah. I would say definitely take advantage of that. Get your degrees. But no matter what you do in life, no matter what you do in life, uh, whether you're incredibly successful or, you know, all those kinds of awesome things, you still have to live in the world. And the people are making the world every day. Those people are called politicians. Yeah. And, and one of the problems that we have is these people constant they don't fix problems for us they create problems and so okay. if 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 we have this kind of understanding that i think we have just talking to you guys and and seeing what the folks out there are saying if you think this way especially if you're a young person i think you should consider being active and being politically active it doesn't mean you necessarily have to run and i know you guys are already doing this right you're, yes, you work for Ted Yoho. You're you're polit politically active. You're taking chances. You're getting up here, not just with me. I've seen you guys on uh, CNN, CBS, you know, all kinds of news. You're putting your you're putting yourselves out there. And I know that's a tough thing. We're going to talk about some of that. But you have to do it because the world is being built that you're going to live in. And you need to play a part in that. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I would especially take a big look at my generation because you know my generation is the you know sjw's and all that kind of stuff and unfortunately so i think especially in the next few years like what something ronald reagan said is that freedom is only one generation away right so if you look at my generation you know like i'm a little freaked out of my generation so if you especially if you're going to be active politically you also have to be educated politically and you're going to have to talk with people that, you know, like we're, we're you, if you're going to get conservatives in office to take away all, all to take away the government infringing on people's rights from right and left, you're going to have to convince people that conservatism is the way to go. Right. And that's something that's going to be more and more important, especially I think politicians will have to do it more as you, as you come around and not just people like Ben Shapiro. I think politicians and people in office are going to actually have to go out and convince their constituents of why they support this, why, and, and why this is the right answer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being politically active would, I, I think you'd have to expand it from just being politically active in your own group, but you also have to expand to other groups as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's true. You know, um, we, we have to show people why, because, you know, I, you guys probably think you're alone. I know that when I was your age, I thought I was alone and believe it or not, I thought like this, when I was your age, yeah, you know, because we're, uh, I know there's things that change and maybe, you know, we see things differently when we get older, when we start working and paying taxes and all of that. But what people don't realize is that mostly human beings are born into this world and we see the world in a certain way. And we think that way and we do it for our entire lives. Yeah. Right. So you may think you're alone here, but you're not really alone. The problem what's happening is that most human beings want to be cool. <laughs> you know, they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to create. So they're looking at they're looking at something. And a lot of it, a lot of that is the, the mirror to a lot of that in, in our society is media, movies and TV and the news and things like that. I think younger people tend not to look at the news so much. But what you see in movies and on television and they look at that and they think, oh, I even though I can tell in my heart 
that that's not right. I'm going to do that because I want to be cool. Oh, I I think you hit on it very well. Like people, people are, are like, you know, people like to be entertained a lot of times and you have Hollywood pretty much being the dominant circle over there. And especially don't get me wrong. I love Disney to death, but oh my gosh, I'm so furious with them lately, especially with the things that they've been going, that they've been putting in like, like kids TV shows and like normal movies that you would expect to not be political, but are. Mm -hmm. And so they'll politicize everything to, to put in their market. But you know, it's not just the people, it's not just looking at something on TV or something like that and looking at it. It's like, oh, that's not good. I'm going to do it anyway. It's also a, like a subtle message, I guess you would say some sort of indoctrination of like, you know, forgetting the old ways to go the new way and all that kind of stuff. And it's always, it's always subtle, but I'm always seeing it. And it's just like, no, come on, stop. I want to, I just want a good story. And uh, personally, I think it comes down to sort of the the secularization of America and especially, you know, in the media um, where you you don't have to necessarily believe in God. I mean, we we personally do very strongly, but I think it, it, you know, America was built on Judeo-Christian values uh, and, you know, they, they try to. They try to hide that and say they're like, oh, the founding fathers were racist. They had slaves. You know, haha, you know, <laughs> the, the, the Constitution, burn it. You know, the, mm-hmm. so I just think I just think we have to always go back to, first of all, the founding beliefs and the founding values that America has and where they came from, which, you know, is from the Bible, from, you know, like I said, Judeo Christian religions. Um, and I think right now we're the media is trying to very much pass this idea that, hey, like, you know, if you believe in God, you know, that's that's lame. You know, uh, you know, it's some invisible being in the sky, you know, and they don't really you know, there is no there's I don't see a lot of Christian things on TV anymore. Yeah. Whether yeah, that's think, just, yeah. yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I think the only place that they drop that is when it comes to Islam. Right. Which, uh, believe it or not, you know, even though there's there, we've got some issues with Islam when it comes to Islam, they say, oh, no, those guys have the, the right to do it. We're not going to yeah. mess with them, yeah. but we're going to mess with Christians. <laughs> oh, you know? I mean, the number one persecuted group in the entire world is actually Christians. Right. That's At something. Yeah. yeah, no, that's some that's a, that's a fact. That's a that's a simple, simple fact. And it's especially in Muslim countries. You look at yeah. Somalia like I have I, I actually got to meet a couple missionaries from Somalia and they were tell you they will tell you that, you know, like a bunch of people will try will try and com- like communicate with these leaders from Somalia. And then the, and the leaders from Somalia will just turn around and just heart like just go, come in and even harsher on the mm-hmm. missionary groups that are actually with the people. Mm-hmm. So it, it's extremely it, it's extremely frustrating that people don't show that because they always say like, oh, Islamophobia, Islamophobia. And it's like, okay, yeah, like it's like people that are Muslims have the right to come to this country, but at the same time, they're not the ones that are like, they're, they're not the ones that are being persecuted so much. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Go ahead. And, uh, yeah. Also, another thing that I wanted to add is that, um, you know, I think it's, it's an American sort of idea an American pastime activity, you would say to sort of think critically of things, hopefully, uh, and when it comes to when it comes to Islam, you know, you can't you can't criticize Islam. You can't you can't talk about anything. You can't associate anything. And you've got people like Mashid Nawaz, like Ayan Hirsi Ali, 
or sort of these these Muslim leaders that have either come out of the religion entirely, disassociated themselves, you know, call themselves heretics, or they they take a step back and say, hey, there there are great things about this religion that you know that was founded on, but we need to disassociate it from the medieval times, you know, the bloodshed, which and and from you know the from the Prophet Muhammad that you know committed heinous crimes at the time. Um, we just have to sort of disassociate it and sort of create sort of like a New Testament, like you have in the Bible. Uh, but, you know, those those two people that I mentioned, they are actually on the Southern Poverty Law Center's list for uh, radical groups. Yeah, and, <laughs> <laughs> that's the irony that people, people are picking and choosing who they're going to support here when America was built on. And I'm not saying that it was perfect because we know that America nowhere, nothing, nothing has ever been perfect. And America definitely hasn't hasn't been. But it's been it was built on religious freedom. And, and it's a place that, you know, that lots of people from around the world came to so that they can practice their different religions. But what's happening right now is that the I think in the media, especially they're picking out religions that they're going to leave alone and let them do whatever they want to. And then other people that have faith, they're going to go shame on you for that. Yeah. Oh, so they, they like to find their people that they can uh, they like to find their people that they can say, OK, let's pick this group. We're going to victimize them and then we're, then we're going to make them vote for us. And that's just kind of what they've been doing. They did the that cycle. too. They did that yeah. to the black population in the 1960s, and now they're just doing it to the dreamers now, and the is you know the the Muslims today, and all that kind of stuff. It's just incredibly frustrating. Right. Absolutely. So, okay, Walter has joined us. So, welcome, Hello. Walter. Um, hey, Walter. Hey. Thanks for coming in here. Um, now, Walter's probably going to get set up. So let me just remind everyone to thumbs up. So I'm going to try to get through to a couple of things. Uh, I want to ask you guys some questions really quick, and then I'm going to take questions from the audience that we have out there. Um, can you tell us about YAF, uh, Young Americans for Freedom, how it started? Is this a countrywide thing? Is it just here in Florida or is right. it just a UF? What's going on there? All right. Well, Young Americans Foundation has been around for a very long time actually ronald reagan actually ronald reagan was like what was a fellow over there he supported the organization and everything and fun fact that young america's foundation is actually the group that currently owns the ronald reagan ranch over in california like they take care of his property it's, it's really fascinating interesting and and that is the overarching that that's what that's pretty much like the the hq so to speak young america's for freedom is a project of Young America's Foundation. Like he said, like, you know, Young America's Foundation is the parent, we're the children. And there are chapters all over the country. And we have one at UF. You know, we met several people at University of Alabama. There's a lot in California. There's, they're all over the place. And yeah, so um, Walter's son is actually in the chat. He, we call him Will Killer Keller. And he said uh, he did some YEF stuff while he was at UCF. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we actually... Uh, um, I don't know somebody from there, but in uh, in you know YAF headquarters, they they praise um, the the UCF YAF chapter a lot because they do a lot of creative activism stuff. Oh, cool! So how yeah. big is how big is the chapter at UF? Yeah, you want to talk on that? Yeah, uh, you know people. It it comes down to two different numbers, and uh, one of them matters to SG. Uh, the number of people that have been sort of in and out actively or not uh, throughout our inception, which is, you know, it's going to be a year ago now, has been uh, about 300 people. 
but you have people that have actively come in and continue to come in and are very dedicated like us. And that uh, that's about 30 to 45 people. Um, and, you know, just looking at the sheer numbers, that's that's a pretty big group of young individuals, you know, mm-hmm. that we've sort of gathered Absolutely. in yeah. one year. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. So the reason why I'm asking you um, and, and I like I said, I'm going to let people ask questions and stuff like that. But we um, we heard that you guys got defunded recently and then people said, well, no, that's like fake news. It didn't happen. So can we have that discussion here? What happened? Did you guys get defunded? What's going on? All right. Well, we've well, I guess the better word was that we've never been funded before and they refused so far uh, funding for us. The laws at SG are extremely complicated. What's SG? Uh, SG student government for my mistake. Right. Uh, Student government uh, funding is extremely complicated for new groups. You have to be pretty much working on something that we call allocations. You have to be you have to be working on allocations for an entire year. And Mm -hmm. then after that, you can apply to be on the budget cycle where you can have your own budget and you can have it, you know, whenever you want to, you, you have, we asked for a pretty good, pretty good sum, but like a reasonable sum about, about a money. And uh, just to be, just to have our own budget, just to say, Hey, we have this money, we can use it whenever we want. We don't have to wait for three months to get a paycheck from student government. And, and, you know, and at least it's guaranteed funding. And they had, they've been changing their answer as to whether or not, like why they don't want to give it to us. We're we're definitely fighting that as much as we can. I can't speak too much on it, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a process. Sounds like yeah. the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so same, same people are running. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I, yeah. So are they? So so what's going on here with UF student government? They're funding other organizations, obviously, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, but yes. they're giving you guys a hard time uh, to to get funded. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing that it's interesting, yes, we, we asked, we, then the amount of money that we asked, we felt was representative to our active group. You know, the active people that come out to the meetings, that go to the events, et cetera. Um, and we, you know, if you go to other groups on campus, they're not as active. They don't, they maybe do, uh, one big event a year and they have maybe 13, 13 to 20 people show up to their meetings. Um, and they get, you know, a pretty big amount of money. Um, and the funny thing is SG didn't say to us, Hey, we think this is too much money. Or we think, you know, they, they just flat out said, no, 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 we're not giving you guys any money because of yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they made up some, yeah. they made up some reasons. So if you guys don't get funded, what happens here? Does the, does, does this chapter have to break up? What, what happens? Oh, definitely. We're not breaking up. You probably just have to Big be time. on allocations, you know, for a whole nother year, which is, the, what allocations is, is pretty much, it is a very long bureaucratic pro- process where you plan an event that you want to have three months ahead of time. And then you have okay. to wait two months. You you apply for the funding. So let's say you want $2,000 from, from student government to pay for this event three months ahead of time. You have to wait two months to hear back from them. And then in two months, you'll hear whether or not you got the funding. And then if you got the funding, you got if you got the funding. Great. Then it has to be voted on in the Senate. Senate usually approves those. And then it goes on. You have it. Eventually, you you eventually have it like student government will have it 
pocketed, saved up. And then once the event actually occurs, they give it to you, you pay for it. The, and then whenever, if you don't have it, then you obviously have to appeal. You have to go to meetings, try to fix the situation, yada, yada, yada. And you're always on this time crunch for your deadline for your event that you want to have. And they know that. Yeah. Huh? And they know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they definitely do. They definitely do. <laughs> the advantage of having your budget is that you have the money. It's in your own account. You're ready to go. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So you cut the strings from them where you guys could bring in people. If you wanted to have like a Ben Shapiro or, you know, like a louder or a Crowder or whoever, whatever yes. cool people yeah. that, you know, could come in. If they pull the strings, they could always, you know, keep changing the rules on you and pushing you around. Yeah. But- oh, th- yeah, the problem is, is that they don't really like to define their terms a whole lot. <laughs> just like the real government. Yeah. <laughs> just like the leftists. Yeah. Assault. Well, they are leftists. I mean, that's kind of what yeah. they are. So, um, is, so, so two questions and then I'm going to go. So people start hitting me up with the uh, questions for these guys and, and I'll take questions from the audience here. But just two quick questions. Um, has this affected morale? And is there anything you can do or that we could do to help you guys reinstate the funding? Um, well, this definitely has not, you know, I guess you say deflated morale. We're definitely fighters, every single one of us. I mean, just this past, like, I think it was a week ago, we held up signs in Turlington pretty much saying, dear criminals, we have taken away all defensive measures for your convenience. (laughs) Gun-free zone. You know, like protesting gun-free zones. And, you know, we encounter these liberals every single day. So we're definitely used to it by this point. And um, Danny, our... Our wonderful president is big, big fighter. He knows how to fight these battles. So I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, I've got, I've got a lot of faith in him. Whenever it comes to what you guys can do, uh, I don't know what you guys can do as far as SG goes. Uh, but you, we always welcome donations of any sort if you guys want to help fund us. Hey, hey, if you know, uh, if there's any listeners out there that know any like big UF donors or something, you can holler at them and be like, hey, this looks <laughs> not any funding. What's going on here? Absolutely. Yes. I think that's a good idea. Okay. So um, let me start with Walter. Do you have any questions for these guys? Um, so my son, when he was involved in the stuff at UCF, he came away really disillusioned when the, um, with the elections and the lack of attention they got yeah. from the Republican Party. You know, they're trying to do stuff and they're like, they're treating them like they're dirt, you know? And, um, and I, he, he just came away disillusioned with the whole process. You know, especially the party, you know, and, oh, yeah. um, that don't let that happen. <laughs> we don't surprise if it happens. But, um, you know, yeah, um, because yeah. they just they didn't treat they didn't treat them very well. You know, it just it just they're not. They I say they figured they weren't important or something. And they just, you know, oh, well, you guys. Well, here's yeah. the thing. Here's I think is where our YAF chapter is different. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we started fighting and everyone that's in that group today is used to it and it actually kind of fires fires us up a little bit you know if you know whenever something like this comes up we're sort of excited because it's something else that we can fight for uh so i I, you know i don't think it has affected morale that much uh because you know there's things that we can do that you know with yaf we have headquarters they have a lawyer over there that fights for constitutional rights um so that that's always there's always sort of a backup but um you know Every time uh, UF or student government has these tries to start something with us, we always have a way to fight him back. So we're not we're not too worried as of right now. We'll see what. Yeah, happens. I think I think his disillusion they were disillusioned with the Republican Party in general, not the 
not so um, much not the, not so much the student part of it, but the yeah, yeah. but the, the big the big guys. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing about YAF to know is that we are technically a 501c3 status, which means that we are non-political. So we cannot talk republic like like if we represent YAF, we are not saying like Republicans versus Democrats. Conservative. We can't yeah. like su- like we can support Trump ourselves, but as a but as a group, we can't support Trump because of the like because we're a 501c3 status. If you were to you donate money, you would actually get, you know, tax, like it's tax deductible for that mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that we are definitely conservative and whenever it comes to the Republican party, I think it's very important for them to start stepping it up, you know, especially with the younger generation, because they look at us like, Oh, we're a hopeful generation, like hopeless generation sometimes, but especially whenever you have people becoming citizens as well, that like they wouldn't, they have not just, kind of like shied away from the younger generation so much. And that, that whenever you speak about the younger generation being involved in politics, I would say Leadership Institute has been doing a very good job about that, like really gaining younger generation momentum into the polls, getting them active into the Republican Party and getting conservatives in there. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot what I was about to say. Yeah, um, <laughs> That's OK. You've been That's doing that right. when you're excited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I was talking about immigration. OK. Yeah. But also with the Republican Party is that whenever you have right outside of the immigration office, like my mother was an immigrant. You know, she was born and raised in France. And I've been speaking with a bunch of immigrants about this particular issue is that right whenever they become naturalized, you know, like U.S. citizens, the Democrat the Demo- there's always a Democrat booth waiting right outside. <laughs> and, the, and the Republicans are never there. Welcome to America. Well, because, well, because <laughs> I think a lot of times they're scared of their shadow, to be quite well, honest with you. They think is, they think it, if they're pushy. Oh, my God, we can't be pushy. Oh, oh, well, you got to fight for those guys. I'm, yeah. I'm serious. Like most of those immigrants are probably like they probably think very conservatively. They just don't right. know it. Right. Right. And, well, like, yeah. Once again, like like you were saying earlier, it's they have those ideas, but. They think, well, you know, the for whatever reason, they, they go the other way and, and they just they don't realize they need to, you know, skip, step away from the dark side. So, to speak. yeah, absolutely. They, we need to use the same tools that the other side is using. It's a war. All's fair in love and war. Truth. This, the truth this, is the best thing you can do. You can hit them with the yeah, truth. Let's, and go. let's arm ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another thing. You come from France, for example, or you come from South America, whatever you get here. Guess what? You got you're a citizen. Now you go get a gun. Yeah. Do that right. home, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As long as you're over 21. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, by, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, Tiffany, that handgun that I sent over to you, the uh, the one yes. that's that one, that is French. Am I wrong? <laughs> oh, really? It's FN. Yes. Let me see. It's, it's an FN. Go ahead. Show it to me. No, Walter. it's from Belgium. Sorry. Oh, Belgium. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's Belgium. It's Belgium. Okay. There you go. Well, okay. Yeah. I was like close. the same country. It's close. No, not really. No, no. Definitely okay. European. It's, we were it's close. beautiful. <laughs> it's very, it's beautiful. I'm just looking at it. It's like, I don't see French. I see Belgium. Yeah, yeah it's F- Belgium. F-L-S-L Belgium. It's Belgium. Yeah, what, what French guns are there, Walter? They got the, the FAMAS, which is their... Oh, the, the FAMAS. Okay. Um, there are some, yeah. but you just don't see that many of them here in the States. Oh, yeah. okay. I believe uh, French guns have a little white flag that comes out. Oh, <laughs> Uh-huh. Good uh-huh. one. Good one. Okay. Oh, so, listen. <laughs> so listen, one thing I want to tell you guys, um, if you know, in this in this fight that you have that you guys have, uh, if you ever feel discouraged, if you ever feel blocked in things like you're, you know, I because I, it's not going to stop. These guys are going to keep doing it to you. Oh, yeah. Whatever yeah. we could do, you guys should let us know what we can do to help you. 
Oh, thank okay. you. We would need all the support we can well, get, honestly. Well, first things first, uh, since you know, you, you're Gainesville-based, next speaker that uh, we, we fought for, and he's coming, is Dinesh D'Souza. Yes. Big uh, big oh, big really? Cool. Yeah. And he's coming on April 12th. April 12th at uh, 7.30 uh, on... And it's free and open to the public. So if you guys want to come... Do you think there's going to be a protest? Yeah, but oh, it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, but hey, last time you know, last time we had Ben Shapiro, and like I said, we had a sold-out venue, you know, hundreds of people outside the door, and we had about fifteen to twenty protesters, and then you know, fake news alligator, which is the school's newspaper, <laughs> the next day publishes seven hundred fifty protesters oh and students gosh. show up to the event. And it's like, come on. I think the funniest thing is that half of those protesters were people protesting the protesters. Yeah. So yeah. like you have. Yeah, people say, you know, saying like, um, you know, you know, Ben Shapiro's, Ben Shapiro's a racist, he's whatever. And it's really funny because, oh, he's a, he's an anti-Semite. And the day is, you know, that, that was probably the funniest argument. And then you have other people saying that snowflakes melt in the swamp and all that kind of yeah, stuff. So there's a lot those of 20 protesters, and only half the, of them the were maybe thing actually is, protesting. Uh, if you notice something about protesters that show up to these things they have like recycled signs like signs that don't even apply to the speaker directly so they're just there yeah and they, someone buses them in i mean you guys are having yeah. a hard time getting funding but someone's definitely funding those guys uh the tyvin yeah. show asked this question he wants me to ask you guys if you considered t-shirt sales to help raise money um with sg if we we specifically cannot do it for student oh. government reasons Okay. It's be approved probably, um, right? <laughs> yeah. If, if we were to get the if we were to get the t shirts through student government, then we cannot get it for sales. Well as for I'm outside sure. of student government funding, maybe to the public, but not to UF students. Oh, okay. So you have to you have to walk a very fine line there. Um, yes, okay. because, so, yes. Go ahead. All right. So let me hit up some questions. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm pretty much done with it. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'm going to take some comments and questions from the audience here. Uh, DC2 Megaboo says Victor kind of looks like Tom Hanks. <laughs> what? I've yeah. gotten I've gotten a lot of different ones. I've gotten. Uh, he's, he's a lot better looking than Tom Hanks. I think he's a good looking kid. Tom Hanks is a leftist too. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know if Tom Hanks visit Brazil. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm not gonna say. I'm not Brazil gonna say loves Tom Hanks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet they do. It's funny. It's funny you mentioned Tom Hanks. You know, he's he leans real left, but his movies are all real pro USA. US very American. So yes, I love killing Germans and all this yeah. stuff with guns. But oh, let me give so. you a little clue, Walter. It's all, about, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. It's all about the dollars. You know? Yeah, it's all about the Benjamins. It's all about the <laughs> and money. Then, and, then, and then you've got real conservative actors like, um, what's that guy in uh, Last Man Standing? Ta uh, oh, yeah. oh, Tim Allen. Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. No, 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 no. Wait a second. No, this one I know. Last Man's. Oh, oh, Tim yeah. Allen. You're talking Tim about Allen, the TV yeah. show. Yeah, TV yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tim Allen. Yeah. yeah. No, I thought you were talking about Bruce Willis, who is also in a movie called Last Man Standing. And he, oh, no. He is kind yeah, of conservative. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, yeah, he's like... He's he's very he's a very, I've been told he's an introvert in real life, so he doesn't like to Ooh. talk about that kind of stuff. But Tim Allen? No, 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 no. Gosh, gosh, no. He's such Willis. an extrovert. Uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, Bruce Willis. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Yeah, we yeah. got to figure out exactly where Bruce Willis is at. I thought he was, he was like pro gun and all that kind of I, stuff. I think I think he's a little bit more conservative. I just think he's less spoken about it. Yeah, he he doesn't. He still wants to make movies. <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt. I think Chris Pratt is conservative. I know. Oh, he that, 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 man, awesome. that man's totally a conservative. Awesome. I, he went on to like the Jimmy Kimmel show. And you know how Jimmy Kimmel always likes to blast conservatives and all that kind of stuff. And Ben Shapiro always roasts the man alive. Um, that's always really fun. But Chris Pratt actually subbed for uh, Jimmy Kimmel one time and never made one political comment. It was pure humor and it was great. And you that's something that just showed me. It's like, okay, the one, this is a classy guy and he's probably conservative. So Yeah, Chris Pratt is awesome. He's an awesome dude. I love he's that great. man. I'm a, I'm a fan of his. Okay, let's hit up some other stuff here. Walter, if you see any questions that I'm okay. missing, okay. let me know. Screaming Skull Saloon wants to know if you guys are GOA members, gun owners of America. Are you guys uh, aware? Cur- currently mm-hmm. not. I'm not a GOA or NRA member of any sort. I've been told that I really need to do that like ASAP. So yeah. as soon as I, as soon as I acquire my first gun. Yeah. I'll do um, that. yeah. You know what? We need to figure out how to get you guys into the GOA. So, yes, definitely. Um, and I believe we talked about concealed carry lessons or something like that. So, oh yeah, oh, yeah. you, you, yeah. you got the, the, you and everyone else at YAF, you guys already have concealed whenever you're ready for the lessons. Hey, Patrick said he'd do it. Yeah. Got you covered. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Big, no, Daddy Guns, Big Daddy Guns is gonna is gonna uh, take care of that one. You know, yeah, and, and Babyface Babyface said he he will cover you guys. Okay, let's see. Okay. Uh, but we can we you know we'll get you into the GOA actually through. Uh, I have a link here in my description that you can get into the GOA. It's fifteen bucks a year to to uh, be a member of uh, Gun Owners of America. But uh, we'll we'll get you guys in there. Um, Darth Mayhem wants to know how do they how do people donate to YAF? Donate to YAF. That is a very good question. Honestly, right now, since that's a little bit of a tricky aspect, since we do not have a budget. So primarily, I would have to say by check and you can send it to. You can send it to uh, Young America's Foundation. That's our parent. And then just mention that it's for the UF chapter and they'll hook us up. Oh, yes. And if you send it to the Young America's Foundation, it'll be in Reston, Virginia. Uh, the, the address will be over there, but it also be tax deductible. So fun fact. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And uh, I want to remind people, as soon as we get through these questions, I am giving away these two hats. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get Tiffany and Victor to help me give away these hats. All right. They are the ones go. they're going to go on. I'm going to, one of them's going to go, well, they're going to both go on Instagram and look at different things and they're going to help me give away the hats. So that's. Tiffany, Tiffany reminds me of, we're talking about reminding you, reminded me of the Verizon girl. The Verizon girl? <laughs> uh, I mean, the one that's the, that does the advertising for Verizon. If I'm not, it's a yeah, Verizon, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I think she's prettier, though. Ah, well, thanks. of course, you know. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and you know what? You're, you're going to have to get your own collection of guns, Victor. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely, uh, Big yeah. Daddy Guns is going to help me get started. Oh, absolutely. Listen, anytime you want uh, guns and you go in there, you know, just ask for the Hank Strange discount. <laughs> and you have to pay twice right. as much then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's let's not, go. That's, that's not re- yeah, it's not really true. There you go. Hold up your not uh, not French gun. Uh-huh. Not go. not French gun. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I have a French gun too. I should get. Yeah, Walter. Do you have? Yeah, get out a French gun, Walter. Give me. I gotta get. Okay. I gotta move the okay. bazooka out of the way. Okay. Thank yeah. You. Get the bazooka. These the bazooka. kids. Get, get the bazooka out of the way. <laughs> they want to see the bazooka. Go ahead and get that. I'm gonna hit up the rest of the. <laughs> Just real quick. MP5. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh my see. god. Big MPX. Yeah, these are German. These are German guns. Uh, oh, check. those are going to be this good. Is check. This oh, is the, the CZ Bren. The yeah. Bren, very nice, very nice. I have a couple guns, so um, like a couple. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of guns. One one of these days, uh, Walter's a manufacturer, and he also has um some some machine guns. So maybe we'll make the land. Yeah, yeah. You guys can come come to my place out to the hacienda. Walter will be there. Have either of you guys shot full auto yet? No. Oh, I, oh, I might have. Okay, well, well. Wait a minute. There's a, that's like you wouldn't know this. <laughs> it's either you did or you didn't. Yeah, yeah, you would know this. It's, like, it's kind of like I don't want to say it's like kind of like having sex. Either you did or you didn't. <laughs> hey, listen, her dad might be watching this, and Victor's life is in the balance right now. Well, I'm not. I'm you not see his face. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Let's not. Let's not get him unduly. All right. Sorry. Yes or no? That's all it is. No. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what? It's Trust fired me. multiple. It's fired multiple rounds in one trigger in in one trigger shoot. So yes. Yes. But okay. There you go. Guess what? After you come shoot with us, and someone asks you if you've shot full auto, you will know the answer. You will know the difference. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You will know That's the, the one that uh, the liberal media thinks all like these things do, right? They just spray bullets everywhere. Yeah. Hey, put that thing somewhere else. <laughs> there you go. See, make sure he make sure he uh, maintains muzzle discipline over there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very good, Walter. If you're gonna get those guns, I'm gonna go into this right now. I'm gonna remind everyone, please, guys, click the thumbs ups. I have no idea how many thumbs ups we have. Two ninety one. Two ninety one. Okay, I'm pretty sure we can get to three hundred thumbs ups. For the young Americans for freedom, we could get to 300. We could we could do 400. So let's get to 300 and let's keep going here. Let me get our music lover says it sounds like the schools are giving them the runaround. I think that's pretty much true. Yeah. Um, uh, Vanessa, I, Katie, go ahead. Uh, actually, uh, this is this is something that uh, you know YAF headquarters deals with a lot. We're actually in an open. Uh, we're suing UC Berkeley for the Ben Shapiro event. Okay. Uh, that happened over there. I don't know the, the details too much, but essentially, you know, they, they said you need to have a certain uh, number of security guards and you have to pay for X, Y, and Z, which yeah. they didn't require for other schools. And then, you know, even though they do required security, we saw what happened there anyways, you know, so because the police didn't, they were told to pretty much stand down. So we're in yeah. open yes. If you see a conservative organization suing a university, it's probably YAF. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, cool. And and then they're the ones that got him, um, that were trying to get him out to UF, uh, UF Berkeley then, right? Or what is it? Yeah, UC, UC Berkeley. UC Berkeley. Yes. UC Berkeley. Okay, cool. Awesome. Good to know that. Okay. Um, let's see what else we got in here. Vanessa Kitty says, get the math and computer clubs to join. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, let's see what else. Um, um, Cyrus 308 that. says. That's a full auto. Yeah. Let's see what Walter. I saw. Was. I saw the video of you and Hank shooting that. I think it was yeah, one of I your videos. Uh, I don't know if he can hear. We'll get him once he gets the gun set up. So Cyrus three hundred eight says Lola Strange suggests to the young folks that they seek out a pro two eight pro two a attorney to sue the student government for funding using bias against uh, the student government board members. Uh, do you guys? You guys do have an attorney, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, yes, it's primarily for First Amendment rights, though. But he do, he's yeah. very, very well read on the Second Amendment. But as the, well. he's part of the the Freedom Alliance, which does 
constitutional issues. All right. Okay. I'm, honestly, if I were to sue someone, I would sue the state for taking away 18 to 20 year olds' rights to own a gun. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Listen, that that needs to happen. That must happen. Um, okay. So wait, this is from. I think um, the NRA is already doing that, though. Yeah, they are. Absolutely, they are. Uh, Treadhead44 says, Tiffany, what is your dream gun? And we'll let Tiffany answer that. And then he didn't say it, but I want to know what Victor's dream gun is. But go ahead, Tiffany, you're first. My dream gun? Oh, wow. Um, Let me pull up my hair. Oh, pull up yours? Yeah. I'd have to say probably something like an AR-15, AK-47, but like dressed in red, white, and blue. Okay, <laughs> awesome. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. And, yeah. uh, you know, w w someone could make that happen. Okay, so, Victor, what's your dream gun? Uh, I think I told you about it. Um, I was asking if I could possibly shoot it. I, oh, I don't know a, if it's my it a, dream. Okay, go ahead. Is it a twenty-two? Yeah, yeah. Uh, -huh. uh I don't know if it's my dream gun, but it's like my dream first gun. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. It was. Yeah, that's um, probably my answer to first gun. You know, gotta get the. Yeah, got got gotta get my own first gun first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think you. I think you were talking about. Was it the Smith and Wesson? No. Was it? No. It was the Ruger, oh, Ruger. Mark IV twenty two forty five light. Yeah. The the twenty two forty five light. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's very. That's very doable. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see who uh, else has got. A I know my my dad has like a like like my great great grandfather or something has an old thirty five Remington and that's a beauty. That's it. That's a beauty. Okay. So very, um, very old. Okay, so here's another question. Um, Sparky's Cove LLC says, what do you guys think about the Libertarian Party? Libertarian Party. There we go, to be honest. <laughs> um, I would, okay, whenever it comes to Libertarians, I think conservatives and Libertarians agree on the many, many issues. However, I think we would disagree on fundamental aspects such as you go a little bit more. I'm, I'm a classic. I, I, like I said, I'm a classic conservative. So I believe in, you know, uh, marriage between marriage between a ma man and a woman. I don't think the state has the right to define marriage because I believe that marriage is a marriage is a, uh, religious, uh, a religious, sac a religious, like a sacrament. That's mm -hmm. the word. That's what I was kind of using. Mm -hmm. And I believe that it should solely be between like a man and a woman. Like, however, I have a gay uncle. I love the man to death. I just think that it's wrong that, you know, he does that. Um, and uh, I would also say that foreign policy is something that libertarians and conservatives disagree on. Um, mm -hmm. One of my, one of my, both of my parents work for the Air Force now. And mm -hmm. one of the things that my dad particularly works with, or at least worked with in the past, was seeing firsthand how um our involvement in the middle east pays off like we give a lot of money to the in the middle east but we also but our influence in the middle east also pays back in the sense that the people that are our allies like israel and other and other countries over there purchase equipment and uh, weapons and all that sort of stuff from the UN, from the united states as opposed to russia because mm -hmm. it's a very big battleground over there. So that's where, you know, libertarians and conservatives, I guess you would say, would kind of vary. But on most social issues and the government getting off our backs and everything, I would say that we are very, very eye to eye on. OK, cool. And by the way, the Tyvin show says that he will pay for your GOA memberships. Wow. What? So that's there you awesome. go. Yeah. We'll take so, it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm feeling so much love, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So we'll make sure we'll, we'll get him your info and everything so he can he can pay for your GOA memberships. Uh, let me see. Let me go through here. See what else. Uh, I forgot how many guns I got. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, it's you just, better uh, I just want to quickly add my biggest issue with the libertarian uh, with the libertarian party is uh, immigration. You know, uh, as a legal as a legal immigrant, I very much despise illegal immigration. Uh, you know, I understand that some people don't have the resources to come here, but then I look at people like, and I'm sure there are others, but I, I you know, I very much admire my mother. Uh, she worked very very hard to earn enough money to to come here through the legal means. Uh, because you know she she's a very she's a very Christian woman she's a very righteous woman and she wouldn't have done it any other way and I just mm-hmm. look at people like that and look at people that uh, you know sure you know have gone through hardships and you know maybe crossed the border uh, and I just I I don't see the same level of I would say respect for me and uh, I think we should be tougher on those people personally and that's that's my biggest issue with the uh with the libertarian party a lot of okay. those a lot of those folks come here and like we talked before they want to live in france after they get here or they want to live in mexico like they and they don't want to become part of the system or yeah. part of the country and i think i yeah i think i saw wrong. something where like the dreamers were going to protest trump by moving back to mexico <laughs> please no. <laughs> No. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, you know, yeah. that, that solves the solution. Go for it. You know, you know, yeah. you know I, I heard, I heard something so good the other day is if they build the wall, it'll actually save money with, from all the welfare and the, and the problems with the illegals and the, and the crime and everything else, you'll save money. Oh, I also yeah. heard that he wanted to put solar panels on the wall. And you know, yeah. that wall is right on Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California. It's going to pay for itself with just energy. Yeah. But you know that, you know what that's about? That's about pissing the left off. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> because oh. they can't, they, they'll be, oh, you can't, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. You know, but what do you mean? You guys love that green stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make the wall out of solar panels. Okay. Let me get back. Let me get to the questions here because there are a ton of questions coming in. Now, please I, let me remind, I don't know where, where are, does anyone know where we're at number wise? Go ahead, Walter. I'm going to lock it on you. I just dug out every freaking gun I had to get this right, French rifle out. So. 317. All right. This is, this is a Moss, a Moss uh, 36 bolt action. French. Oh, yeah. So, very nice. Very nice. Um, okay. It's actually a decent rifle, and the French did use them a little bit until right. the Nazis took over, and you know. Okay, and this is shooting, right? Is this? Oh yeah, shoot? this works. I have ammo for it. It works. Yeah. Okay, so when uh, when the, when the YAF kids come, um, they can shoot this. Especially Tiffany, she gets to shoot it first. Yeah, we get to bust some cops. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you know, these from her ancestors when they used to be badasses and make guns and stuff. <laughs> Like that, you know. Uh, How long well, my family were actually, you know. <laughs> what? They fought, they fought against the Germans. Okay, actually, very good. Very actually, good. The, the French, the French, um, they get a bad rap. You know, most of the time they, they did do all right. You know, they just. Yeah. Well, yeah it was, well I believe. They're politicians. Their politicians were the, were the capitulists. So. That, yeah. that's very true. You have a, I believe it's a, what is it, Charles de Gaulle? Or yeah, like either in yeah. Charles de Gaulle or Charles de Lise, like, like one of those very famous streets in the. And uh, France is actually named for the uh, general that fought, that led the French resistance in World War II. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's see here. Um, And by the way, we are going to do that. uh, We're going to do that Instagram thing. Uh, Baristopheles wants to know, will this get reposted on the YAF uh, YouTube channel? He says it should. Um, you guys are welcome, by the way, to download this video and repost it on your YouTube channel. Sure. Okay. Uh, our our chapter doesn't have a, a YouTube. The 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 foundation does. 
Okay. And they're very like selective on what they put there, but this will definitely be on our yeah. social media. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not, let's not make any promises then. They might not want to put it <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's not make them have to like, you know, to, to hold up to anything. I love um, your people's fries. <laughs> huh? Tiffany, I love your people's fries. <laughs> yeah, your people's fries. <laughs> French fries. Those are American, damn it. Those, I are know. Those are freedom fries. Yeah, I was not born in France. My mother was. Yeah, no. there you go. Yeah, so there she no. goes. She's only half French, but it's, you know, it's not a bad thing. Nothing wrong. Um, yeah, John Dieter says, how about donation for a shirt? Um um let's see let's see what we, what else we got here um hey well well you know if uh if your listeners want we have we have a couple brand new uh yef shirt young america's foundation shirt that you can maybe raise some funds for us oh okay yeah we can yeah. We'll, i'll set up i'll do something i'll do i could tell you guys right now i'll do whatever i can to help these guys um i guarantee you if you guys need a place to do stuff and they won't let you do it at the university you can do it here in this building, whatever we can do to help you, you know, you guys are welcome to come back here again in the future. We'll do whatever we can to help you guys. Walter says this all the time on the show. We need young people to stand up and fight for the second amendment. It can't just be us old fuddy duddy dudes. Right, 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 right. You know, so well, we it's, help once you. again, it's that social media thing and, 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 and the use of it, you know, and that's what people do nowadays. So you gotta, you gotta take advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely. So we will work out on things. We will think, um, about this. Kyle L says Bruce Willis's Last Man Standing was cool. One of the best movies. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but it's a pretty damn it. no. it's a pretty damn good gun movie. You should watch I, it. I guess I his, his new movie, his new movie's got the left all riled up too. Yeah. Um, Which one? Is, that's a remake uh, of is, um Death Wish. Death Wish, yeah. He's oh, got wow. yeah. Yeah, I heard, yeah. heard good things about that one. Yeah, it's like um, from what I've seen of it, it, it's up there with the Charles Bronson version, <laughs> which is not easy to do. OK, no. so let's see. Um, uh, let's no. see what's going Bazooka on here. They want bazookas. Um, they want bazookas. Uh, uh, John, uh, John J. Washburn says, hey, Hank, like the show. I know opt out. He got me into your show. Thank you very much. Opt out of gun control. Very cool, dude. Um, Kyle L says uh, Willis is in the new Death Wish. Um, Jean Javella, Javella says Kurt Russell is he pro gun? I'm not sure where Kurt Russell is at. He's, he's a cool dude. <laughs> Big trouble, little China. Yeah, <laughs> Kentucky Firearms wants Lola to check the messages. Let me see what's going on here. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, Chris Nickerberg says Chris Pratt is a funny bastard. Um, Jane Doe <laughs> says, Why can't we help fund this organization? Maybe do one show a week where all super chat money goes to this. Uh, we're doing the show here and we don't have super chat going on, but we, we can figure out something to help these guys. And uh, real quick, I just wanted to address something. Uh, Laggy McLaggy Lag <laughs> asked a pretty good question. How do you okay. join Young Americans for Freedom? Okay. Uh, and all you have to do is uh, you call, first of all, the coolest number in the world. You call uh, it's 1 800 USA 1776. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> that's a real number. That's the real number. And that's the, the, the YAF headquarters number. And then uh, oh. you can speak to, um, you could say, yeah, like you can ask to talk to Kyle Ferriby or uh, Pat Coyle uh, or j just call it and say, hey, I want to help me get started on my own chapter. Or, you know, if you want to call and just say, hey, if you go to a college, I'm going to say, hey, are there any YAF chapters in my campus? You just call that number, 1-800-USA-1776, 
And then uh, YAF headquarters will hook you up. It also and, applies to high schools as well. Yeah, not just colleges. Most of the Ooh. things that they do is colleges, but YAF chapters do apply to high schools as well, which we're seeing today with all the walkouts. We could use some YAF chapters in high yeah, schools. Absolutely. So. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Yeah. They, they, very cool. They do awesome things. They take you to conferences. Uh, I know uh, high schools um, every year they have a, a big Reagan Ranch conference where they take them up to the to the Reagan Ranch. Uh, and, you know, these these events are highly subsidized uh, and, you know, you kind of talk to them about your financial need. They might even pay for you entirely, which they have done with me a couple of times, uh, you know, so they're, they're just an awesome, an awesome foundation. And, uh, yeah, just call that number and they'll, they'll help you guys out. Yeah. So the thing about the Super Chat on our part is we don't have it because uh, YouTube has to approve our uh, partnership here on on this channel we haven't gotten that yet they they may never give it to us <laughs> but we will figure out a way to help you guys i promise you that we will figure out something to do to help you guys um let's see who so so people were saying who's pro gun like someone said tom Selleck. uh yeah. someone else said Ooh, yeah Keanu. tom Selleck. there we go there you go <laughs> keanu reeves keanu reeves as well um uh, Nick of Earth says, right now, any purchase at Copper Customs comes with a free GOA membership. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, DC2 Megaboo said Clint Eastwood. So there you yeah, go. We're getting, yeah, we're getting the whole... Um, Makes sense. He's, ca he's caught a lot of crap. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Bit more perfect. I, yeah. I, I think you recently saw Shaquille O'Neal say something about... You know, gun control not being the answer, but arming the schools with the teachers and more police officers, so... That's also interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah he's stepping yeah. out. Yep. You got so you got some athletes in there stepping up. Yeah. yeah, that's a good thing. Um, Meatloaf Sandwich says, how many states have YAF? Um, oh, is it all fifty states? No. No. It's it's definitely not all fifty states. Um, there's a, it's a lot of them. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of there's them. hundreds of chapters around. But hey, you know you want to call uh, if you call that number, I'm sure they'll give you the answer. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I'm just trying to go through the questions here, see what else we have. Um, lots of comments of who you look like, Tiffany. Tiffany looks like Tiffany. That's that's what we're doing from now on. Well, they started it with that. Hey, you look like Tom Hanks thing or you started well, it. You she's know? a beautiful young lady. And, yeah, know. you know, that's an awesome thing. It's great to have, uh, you know, young people and, and some good looking, both of them, very good looking. Uh, you know, I know. Yeah, if you know <laughs> Tiffany, I hope your dad doesn't hear this. But if you guys have babies, the baby's gonna be oh, ugly. Oh God! <laughs> and here's why I'm saying this: you get two good-looking people together, oh. ugly baby. Oh, that's not true. It happens that's every not. single time. <laughs> that's not <laughs> true. My dad, my dad, my dad always said, "Ugly breeds ugly." So you know, it's like. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Hey, hey, but were your parents beautiful? Um, <laughs> no, no, I have to say my, my, my dad was it. My mom, she, my mom's pretty beautiful. That's where, you know, this comes from. <laughs> you get that big. And, and thankfully, <laughs> thankfully for Lola, you know, I'm the beautiful yep. one. So that's why my sons are pretty good looking. You married up. Unfortunately, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just teasing you guys. Okay. Let's right. see what else we have going on here. Um, someone wants to know if the French make guns. <laughs> yes. And yeah, we just answered that question. Yes, yes. They and they actually make pretty decent guns, too, you know. Yeah, um, and then there's some jokes about that. Um, someone uh, says, yeah. no, Walter does have a bazooka. You do have a bazooka, Walter. I was toting my bazooka around oh, a little bit. Here we go. go. Here you go, guys. Check that out. Well, it's it's a, it's deactivated, but yes, wow. it's a bazooka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, 
We got to reactivate that bad boy for freedom. Oh, gosh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Dude, let's yeah. go. Let's go right yeah. now. We got to find an empty range. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, shoot at Hank's house. That'll get everybody yeah. away. Yeah, you can shoot bazookas over there. Uh, let's wow. see. And the Gestapo will be at my house the next day. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, let's see. What is this? So, Tony London says, if you guys see a black Z06 outside with a gator sticker on the hood, it's yours truly. Oh, so all right. Well, no. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, someone asking a question if something is not full semi auto. Do you guys even know about that? Yeah, yeah. something full semi-auto. Well, the yeah. definition of an automatic weapon is that you have to have multiple rounds per trigger pull. Yeah. So, like full semi-automatic weapons, you know, it's just means full semi-automatic weapons. Well, you only you know, have one round per trigger. That pull. sounds like it doesn't exist. No, so it no. doesn't. It doesn't exist. It's the thing. You guys right. haven't seen this meme. I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's on. It was yeah. on CNN. So there was a general. CNN found yeah, I saw that. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was funny. That guy so, was like a, yeah, yeah. So basically there was this general that Chuck Norris. Knew. Why did we forget Chuck Norris? That's true. <laughs> That's true. I can't believe uh, we forgot Chuck Norris. Yes, Chuck yeah, Norris. I see is, a lot of people saying Ted Nugent too. He's actually uh partnered with the app, so we can bring Ted Nugent to campus if you want what? Yeah. <laughs> that will shut down Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If the new gin is here, I call dibs on all the front row. Sweaty Teddy. <laughs> oh, you have it. <laughs> well, I do believe I do believe for the uh Dinesh D'Souza event, they want to like Daniel wants to kind of work on a system where people can purchase a ticket for front row or mm-hmm. like, you know, where you can like have a meet and greet with him. Yeah. So yeah. that, that's that's a little bit of a fundraiser that we're going to be doing for that event. Yeah, absolutely. So let's tell Tiffany the story real quick. Um, right, what happened go. with the general? Go ahead, Victor. Yeah. Um, so basically, <laughs> there was this this uh, general in the, that they went on CNN to to demonstrate to people how essentially guns function. Okay. And uh, when he first of all, when he held the gun, uh, he he wasn't even looking through the through the scope. He was just like all over the place. He didn't know how to hold it. Everybody was calling him out on it obviously not CNN. And then he called a gun a full semi-automatic, which a gun's either a full, full automatic or a semi-automatic. It can't okay. be both. Not both. Yeah. So, so what I think what happened there was, um, so he had a regular semi-automatic AR that he was shooting, but he shot, I think, five rounds really fast. Um, <laughs> well, no, he shot them slow. He shot five rounds slow. And then he said to the reporter, that's not even full semi-automatic. <laughs> <laughs> And then he shot faster. So, but, but the real, the real funny part is the way he was holding the gun. Yeah, yeah. I Once remember you that. See remember it, that. He looks like he looks like he's scared of the gun. That's the. I've, thing. Only, I've only shot like three or four times, but I know you just hold it right here. You know, lean like tuck it. it in and everything. Yeah, lean yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, they're not gonna. I know. And then you were on CNN. How how did you guys feel about your press coverage? Let's ask that question real quick. I'm a little upset because I didn't see the press coverage. I, I was I was in the middle of driving back from, you know, uh, it was there was a, it was a Sunday right before spring break for us. So we I drove up to Gainesville uh, from Gainesville to Tallahassee, made that pit spot uh, pit stop at the uh, at the event. <laughs> And then Tallahassee is like a halfway mark for me. So, right. you know, Tallahassee is four hours from Gainesville. And then I have four and then I had just another um, Tallahassee is two hours away from Gainesville, my mistake. And then to home is another two hours. So that's I was driving back home whenever I had a friend of mine send me a picture of me on CNN. 
<laughs> and he's like, Tiffany, you're on CNN. I was taking a nap and your voice woke me up. <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh, like what I say, how was it? Can someone send me the video? And no one was able to record it at the time. So oh. I did not get to see the CNN coverage. I did get to see the CBS coverage. And apparently the CBS coverage spread to quite a few places. The first CBS coverage, I want to say, like turned out pretty well. Like, you know, they asked me a few questions. They I want they asked me a lot of questions, actually. They asked me about seven questions. Uh, and then they displayed two of them, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And then those turned out pretty well. And then apparently later in that evening, they had cut me off somewhere in the middle. You know, you know, the question was, what do you have to say to the Parkland shooters? And I said, um, I, I had said that you have a right to be angry because I'm angry with you. Like you just saw your you just saw your friends uh, get shot up. You know, that that's horrible. But at the same time, you know, our rights should not be infringed. And, and, and this is not a correct head. answer. And they had cut me off at, uh, you know, uh, you, have, you have a right uh, to be angry. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. So, well, yeah. So, it's not the worst thing in the world, but, you know, they did yeah. they did do that. It apparently. just makes you sound like a typical conservative, like, shall yeah. not be infringed, like these buzzwords, you know? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And, um, you know, this is how the media is, so that's what we should expect. Uh, I noticed that you, first of all, you were both there and there were some other kids with you. Uh, did, did they interview you, Victor? Yeah, they interviewed me, uh, but for the for I mean we didn't see the, the the CNN one, but I know for the CBS one, her speech was way better than mine, so hers hers got covered. Um, but I also think they didn't they didn't put mine because I was playing with the reporter a little bit uh, because they were talking about like what to use an assault rifle or, or an assault weapon, and I was she was pointing the microphone at me, and I said, well. If I grab this microphone and hit you in the head, that's an assault weapon. Correct. And she was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's not, that's not going to get." See, yeah, that in there, of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're like, "This guy's too snarky." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sort of like Ted Cruz, like uh, CNN blasted Ted Cruz for not ever getting on CNN for regarding the gun issue, and then he just blasted them back. He's like, "I had a twenty-minute interview with you, and you didn't, and you didn't air it. It's your fault." Yeah. Yeah. I'd say though, my favorite Ted Cruz moment is when uh, he cooked bacon with an AR-15. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That went viral. That went viral. Okay, let's yeah. see. Um, okay, some people saying uh, Vic has to. You know, Vic was turning red back there a little bit. You know, we got to make sure your dad. I hope your dad's not watching this because I'm going to be in trouble. He's not a big social media guru. He oh, doesn't even awesome. have a Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Good. Yeah. Don't, tell, don't tell them about anything about this. <laughs> yeah, my mother might be watching though. Oh, oh, um, okay. Thank Hi, you. mom. Thank you, mom. We appreciate your uh, Frenchness. We love French fries. French fries are awesome. <laughs> Speaking of food, her mother's cooking is out of this world. I go for a second. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, French food is pretty freaking awesome. Which, of course, translates to her. So yeah. maybe we can go shooting and you can cook up some dessert or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cook some bacon right on the spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I, I didn't know that uh, bacon was French, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's actually this dessert that she makes over there and it actually has bacon in it. It's fun. You know, it's really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, someone's reminding me and this is like a um, this is an unfortunate thing. And I do have to do the giveaway because we're in the last 15 minutes. Unfortunately, there was an event that happened in uh, here in Florida. Did you guys uh, see this? Um, the pedestrian bridge that collapsed at Florida uh, yes. International University. I yeah. saw that. 
yeah, that's, that's pretty terrible. That's awful. Yeah, and I know there was some lives lost there or whatever. Right now, we don't know enough about it, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get deep into that. That news has been unfolding like right before we came on, but you know, it's terrible to hear, and uh, you know, it's 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 not a good thing to see that there's people in Florida suffering or anywhere in the world for that matter suffering once again. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's see right here. I'm I'm probably not gonna be able to get to all the questions and stuff like that. We will have these guys come back come back on the show. Let's do the inst- let's do the Instagram thing, guys. So here's what I'm gonna do. Um, okay, so Tiffany, you go to Big Daddy Guns on Instagram. It's Big Daddy Gun. It's singular on Instagram. So All leave right. out the S. So just search for that and go there. And then Victor, you go to um, you go to Hank Strange, and then look for the video on there. There's a video of me. And on that video, don't say it yet, but when you guys each go to 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 one of those things, go look at the video. There's a bunch of comments on there, right? So you guys can probably see that. So just go find the video. Can you find Big Daddy Guns, Tiffany? Yeah, I found it. What do you want me to look on? Both on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, they're both on Instagram. So just go, there's a video there with me. You'll see me with some hats. So go to the video and then look at the comments. Just click on all the comments that are there and scroll down. Don't tell us which switch. And scroll down through the comments and we pick two winners. You pick one, I pick the other. Okay. Oh, uh, Hank, you you cut off there. Yeah, we can't hear you. Happens. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah we can, can hear, hear you. Okay, so here's what I want you guys to do. First of all, um, let's go ladies first. Tiffany, which one of these hats do you like the best? Just look up at these hats. Which one? I like the I like the desert. You like the desert? Okay, so this one. So whoever Tiffany picks gets this desert one. And then Victor, whoever you picks, you pick gets this one. Of course, they're all going to get the same patches. You know, you're going to get like one of the big daddy. You're going to get one each of these big daddy guns patches. So, okay, you guys looking at the comments right now? Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up. My phone's a bit slow. Oh, okay. Okay. So we'll, okay. But Tiffany, you've got yours up, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So scroll through there, take a little time, peruse, see one of those comments in there that sticks out the most to you, you know, um, and okay, fine. All right, okay so yeah, look through the comments, tell us, you know, think in your mind, which one of them sticks out to each one of you the most. And I'll start probably with Victor. So Victor, you get to pick, you get hmm. to pick first. So All right. the drums, the All drums right. are rolling here. You know, pick one of those comments. Which one stands out to you the most? Read us the comment and then tell us who said it. And that person is going to get this, is going to get the uh, dark digital camo hat. All right. So the hat is going to go to Jebs underscore guac underscore chamber, who says, watching now, good to see Yaf on. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So you need to, you need to comment on there and tell him that he's the person that won. So comment on his comment. And tell him that he won the hat. So there you go. So uh, what was that? What was his name again? Uh, it, it's all uh, it's all a uh, lower score. So Jebs yeah. underscore Guac underscore Chamber. 
Okay, so there you go, Jeff underscore guac underscore chamber. I'll take a you, screenshot and send it to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do that. You won this. You won this. You're the winner. I hope that you are in my email list. Otherwise, this hat goes to someone else, my friend. So you have to get go to hankstrange.tv and get on the email list. Otherwise, someone else gets the hat. All right, Tiffany, now we're coming to you. And Ooh, everyone is anxiously waiting to see who gets the desert camo hat. So, Tiffany, you got to pick one of those. Pe- I got to pick one. I got to pick one. Drum roll, yeah, please. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of them at this point. All right. I'm going to pick a uh, Christopher Williams. You have chris.sigp220. Mm-hmm. He said, I downloaded Instagram so I could follow you. I watch you on YouTube all the time. Awesome. So. Awesome. That's great. So, there you go. So, Christopher Williams, right? You get this hat, my friend. <laughs> plus the patches from Big Johnny. Day. What's our what's our contestant get today, Johnny? Yeah, absolutely. This is what you get. I hope that you entered your email into HankStrange.tv. There you go. And by the way, HankStrange.tv. That's how we keep in touch with everyone from now on. So if YouTube pulls the plug on us or Facebook or whoever else, we can keep in touch with you guys and let you know what's going on. Also, we can let you know about a lot of cool things that we have going on in development around here, etc. as well as everything that we give away from now on goes through hankstrange.tv, including the guns, because we are going to be giving away lots of guns through this, uh, along with other stuff. So it's not just yeah. a hat. There, go, there it goes. Let's get there let's get go. these kids. Why don't you guys? Yeah, why don't you guys pose with some guns? This is the thumbnail. Look up, look yeah. up at the look up at the camera. Ooh. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. look at that. Oh, very nice, Ooh, very yeah. nice. That's that's like yeah. just that's just too good looking. No one ever sees that kind of good looking on this show when it's just me and you, Walter. Oh, come on, stop <laughs> it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it. All right. So let's see here. We got about 10 minutes here. What else are we going to get into? Someone's asking what's going on with my uh, with my audio. I have no idea what's going on with the audio here or why it does that from time to time. Uh, down or something yeah. Like so Cyrus 308 says um, he says, g and I'm only YouTube. Facebook is too socialist for me. And so Cyrus 308, I did promise him that tomorrow someone's got to remind me tomorrow. I'm going to give away something. So you got to text me before I leave the house or something like that. I'm going to bring in some or I'm going to do some kind of giveaway tomorrow, no matter what happens. For the sake of Cyrus 308, we're going to give away something that all you have to do is be in the HankStrange.tv email list and then watch the video. That's going to go down tomorrow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, whoever wants to do that. So let's see. What did we not cover with these guys, Walter? Were there any did other you guys, questions? Did you guys talk about the stuff going on with that uh, bridge collapsing? The yeah, we did. Yeah, we were just we were just talking about it just now. It's um, okay. you know, it's unfortunate, man. I hate to see that kind of stuff. Oh man, they just I put it up. They put it up not, yesterday, the day before, something. And, wow. It, yeah. It's just awful. Like, um, I believe it's spring break over there, so not as many people are over there, which is phenomenal. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's still awful that you know this yeah. happened period Bad yeah so treadhead 44 says he doesn't have ig either that's why we're gonna do stuff listen i'm gonna do stuff for all the peoples the peeps yeah uh, i'm gonna do stuff for everyone that follows me on instagram we're gonna do something for people that follow me on twitter we're gonna do something for the uh, facebook we're gonna do something for the people who only do the youtube thing you know i mean damn it if we have to we'll do no Forget it. We're not doing snail mail. That's just not happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I draw the line, damn it. 
Um, I carry my revolver in single action, says, hey, Hank, my life sucks. I need to win something. No, come on, man. That's not true. That's not the American spirit. Come on. Yeah, you will. You will win something. As long as I'm here doing this, I'm going to keep giving away stuff. Okay. (laughs) So that's just going to happen. So inevitably, you've got to win. You will win something. You're going to get something. And also, if you get to see this handsome face right here, you are winning every day, my friend. <laughs> every day you are winning. <laughs> you guys are witnessing some serious um, shizits. That's just it. <laughs> um, so uh, Cyrus308 wants to know what you kids, what you guys think about David Hogg. Uh, what would you say to him? Do you guys want to um, answer that? You want to tackle that one? Um, David Hogg, I've... I have to confess, I haven't actually heard personally what he has to say. I've seen a bunch of, you know, like he, I know that he's very, one of the CNN's favorites specifically. And David Hogg, you know, I think he just kind of takes advantage of the situation a little bit. I think he's always had those views and I don't think it's because, I I don't think it's because this happened that he magically became, you know, like a gun control person. I think he's no. always had this view and he's simply taking advantage of the situation. No, he, he wants to be on the news. He wants yeah. to be, that's that's his gig. He wants to be a journalist type person, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, he's, you know, CNN's, you know, favorite survivor right now. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, let's, let's remember that, let's remember that regardless of what's going on with him, he's a young person. And um, yeah, the media is is controlling a lot of stuff here and the media aren't going to pick up, you know, you guys, I think, are young, good looking people. And America would like to hear your side of the story, but they're not going to pick you guys up and do that. You know, that's just the reality of it. And so they're gonna, if they don't pick up David Hogg, they'll pick up someone else. Well, but, they had the, like mm-hmm. I said, when that first happened, they had the perfect combination. They had the, the David Hogg. They had the shaved head, whatever she was. Oh, uh, yeah. They have the whole ethnic gimmick going there, you know. And then you also have this uh, NBC guy that gave the speech that's been going viral lately. So, you know, yeah. as long as it fits their narrative, you know, CNN will post it. NBC will see. post it all over the place. Yeah. I'll yeah. give David Hogg one thing. He's, um, he is smart. And as somebody who um, kind of like understands Machiavelli, this is very sort of in a Machiavellian mentality because he's taking – something tragic to his own benefit, which, you know, to him, you know, that's fine to him. And, you know, if he wants to keep doing that to advance his, his political career, that's completely fine. But at the same time, I don't think you... I wouldn't say it's completely fine. I think it's horrible. Oh, no, no, no. Like I said, <laughs> well, from a Machiavellian perspective. Yeah, no, you have to understand what he's doing and he's just riding that wave. Look, this is, yeah. it shouldn't be that way. But you know what? That's why people like us, we have to get together. The media doesn't have all the power here. We have the power. And I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about all of us, the people out there watching this, listening to this. You know, um, you guys are, are are taking the risk of stepping up. I know that that's, you know, all of this stuff's going on the record. People are going to hold it against you. You know, that's a that's a brave thing that I think that you that you're doing. And I commend you for it. You know, then pe- folks like me have to give you a podium to stand up to and and get your voice out there. That's what we're doing here. Now, then it's up to the people out there to share this stuff and and help push this forward. Right. We can we can counteract everything these guys are doing because we live in the Internet world and the media doesn't control all of this. Oh, definitely. Mm. There's there's definite. As long as like you you just got to speak out, 
you just got to speak out of, of like for yourself. You got to speak out on these issues. And whenever you see more and more people like CNN, you CNN, like MS, MSNBC and all those guys, they, they put their own narrative out there, but they don't represent you. And that's yeah. the big thing is that you put like you, you find you find who you like, you you find out who you support. You, and then if you don't support anybody, you put your own ideas out there and then yeah. you debate that, free that's, market of ideas. You know, the, yeah. America was built on ideas and, you know, the, the Internet is a fantastic market for you to display those ideas. Yeah. So, you know, whenever it comes to giving you know, people like us a platform to pretty much speak our mind and speak your own mind and getting other people that watch your show to put, you know, put their inquiries in there and for us to answer them is fantastic. Yeah, so, you know, C- CNN doesn't represent us at all. And now I would say most of your listeners as well. So. Absolutely. So, Walter, we've got this question for you here. What's people people want to know how expensive is it to get that bazooka? Did you go get another gun? Where's the? Did you put up the bazooka? It's just sitting right next to me here. Yeah. So can we see the bazooka? And the bazooka was only like 150 bucks when I bought it. Really? Wow. So how, how can someone I mean, obviously, that's a deactivated. That's bazooka. deactivated right. If, yeah. you, if it was if it was activated, I don't even know how much. At first, it'd be a destructive device. So it'd be a two hundred dollar tax stamp, like buying a machine gun. Same kind of thing, which is. It would probably be five, six grand. I, I, you know, it just depends. And but what do you do with it then? You know, you 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 can't. The, each round, if you have a live round, which you know goes boom, that's a destructive device too. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that's two hundred bucks a piece. Now you can fire you can fire dummy rounds or or a sub caliber insert inside of it. But mm-hmm. um, it. Uh, there's a lot of people that have live bazookas, but, you know, they just have them because they it's worth more money as, as a live item yeah. versus deactivated. So but these now these things are pulling three fifty four, four fifty if you can find them. So I did all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good, man. I would love yeah, I would yeah. love to have one on my wall. Yeah. So yeah. there we go. Let's see. Does anyone have any um, does anyone have any final questions here for these kids? Um, I don't necessarily see anything out there. Okay, guys, if if um, let's start here with uh, you know what we'll start with Victor. Victor, if you can get some last final words in here, man, what would you like people to know, or what would you like them to do in terms of like follow you guys on social media, or what do you want them to know about you personally? Well, um, I think I, I pretty much said the biggest thing which is why you know i i came from a different country much like yourself much like tiffany's mom much like my mom uh with a vision for what we want for this country and we sort of find we have found a home in the united states because it's it's the home of freedom it's the home of freedom of ideas freedom of religion and uh you know people like ourselves especially especially you know uh especially immigrants we have to come here and realize why this country is such a great country. I personally believe it's the greatest country in the world, despite its many flaws. Uh, and I just think we have to fight to keep America, you know, the great country that it is. Um, and, you know, beside, you know, on the, and then for, for the plug, you know, you know, the, the, the number 1-800-USA-1776. And those guys will hook you up with setting up your own chapter or giving information on existing chapters or the upcoming conferences like uh, the the next the, the conference that's coming up sooner is uh, the freedom conference, the religious freedom conference. But that's sold out. Uh, but the next one is uh, the National Conservative Student Conference, which is always the biggest one of the year. 
and that comes up uh, the end of July, beginning of August. Me and Tiffany might be there. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's very low cost and they'll they'll try to help you with any way they can with uh, with finances. And they just have a huge lineup of speakers and uh, it's always a lot of fun. And you're at a hotel there. So it's it's really like it's, it's just it's essentially uh, a conservative getaway and it's a lot of fun. So uh, anybody that's out there that wants to join, that's that's, you know, uh, either high school or college age should definitely try and come out or definitely try to connect with the foundation. Okay, awesome. And um, thank you. Thank you for that, Victor. Okay, so then we're going to go to you, Tiffany, and we're going to let you get uh, some of your last words in here. By the way, you need to send me a screen capture as well of who you picked, just so I can make sure that I, that I go yeah. through and find that guy. Um, what would you like people to know about you? And, you know, what are your like final things that you would like to plug tonight? Um, well, me, myself, I'm a rather boring individual. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, but a lot of what I do is, you know, but I'm a biomedical engineering major. So whenever it comes to politics and just biomedical engineering, there is a very, there's a big similarity whenever it comes to looking at the problem and then analyzing it. And I would encourage people that are watching this to not fall into the trap that the media will put out there, that sometimes even society will put out there to, you, you have to go and research for yourself, understand fully the argument. And because oftentimes like, you know, Ben Shapiro says that facts don't care about your feelings. It's important to know those facts. It's important to educate yourself. It's arming, your, it's arming yourself with knowledge. Like we're talking about guns in the second amendment right today. You got to arm yourself with knowledge as well. So you need, make, make, sure to educate yourselves on, on, on all the matters and when, and speak out. Don't be afraid to speak out. Like me and Victor are here today and to speak out on this issue, we were invited, you know, thank you. Thank you again, Hank, for this opportunity um, to, to speak out on this issue. And, you know, like your, your word, your words have meaning, your words have power. Like you, you're, you're an important individual. You are an American. Your, and, and your and your and your opinions matter. So make sure to number one, you know, do your job, research, and two, don't be afraid to speak out and be active. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Okay, everyone, everyone in the chat is very impressed with you guys, and there's lots of kudos going to you. You know, I think I echo that, uh, Walter. You yeah. know, I I think you believe the same thing. You know, it was great of you guys to come on. I know this is probably like your first time doing something like this you're welcome to come on here again you know and, and we'll do lots Absolutely. of other things we'll, we'll get you guys out there we'll get you you know shooting some guns and you know we'll try to help you out with the cause we really appreciate you all coming on here and standing up and um, i'd like to encourage any other young people watching this as walter always says we need you all to get in this fight and know that there's hundreds of people here in this chat and and, and thousands of people out there tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people that will stand behind you and help you to get your voices known. I really feel like when uh, Florida and the, you know, the entire country wants to go in this direction, when you ban someone who is 18, 19, 20 years old from being able to defend themselves, you are doing a huge, uh, you know, uh, disservice. Yeah. Disservice and a miscarriage of justice to young men and women that, you know, that deserve to be free and enjoy the freedom that America has to offer. So, uh, you know, I want to thank everyone for all the folks in the chat, everyone that's here, 
you know, for doing what you do. Um, you know, we're out of here, man. That's the best thing to say. Okay. Thanks a lot to you kids. I'm going to see you in like a couple of seconds. I don't go anywhere. All right. Yeah. Stay right there. We're ending the broadcast right now. Good night. Peace out. Come on in. We got another young guy. We got to come on. You, you, you can come in here. Here's another young guy helping out behind the scenes. And you, everyone. Yeah. This is Gabe. (laughs) He's working real hard, going to school and come in here for his internship. And he has to work with me, the poor guy. Oh, He, he deserves rewards Shame. just for having to deal with me. Okay, we're out of here. Look, do you want to press? Look, you can press the stop. You can oh, press I the can button press. and stop the broadcast. Bye bye. Peace. We're out of here.